Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the fifth anniversary. This is Austin Theory, and you're listening to WrestleCast Radio all day. Hey, hello to all my friends of WrestleCast Radio. This is Flip Gordon, and I'm very excited to introduce you to one of my favorite wrestling radio shows. Hey, what's up, guys, from WrestleCast Radio. This is Humberto Carrillo, WWE Superstar. You are listening to WrestleCast Radio. El Latino. Está en la casa, baby. Welcome to WrestleCast Radio. Hello there. This is the aerial assassin, Will Ospreay, coming from you live from the Tokyo Dome in Japan. And you are listening to WrestleCast Radio. What's going on? This is the man of the hour, Leo Rush, the 24-year-old piece of gold himself. And you are officially listening to WrestleCast Radio. This is WrestleCast Radio. Radio episode 184. This is the I am Ryan Cook here deflecting that I am running fashionably late introduction to my one and only Alex Mello. Because damn it, I was running behind. I was farting around, they call it. The kids call it. <laughs> but it's okay. Um, we made it. We made the Alex just dropped. Didn't even matter. I came in to uh, admit that it was my fault that I'm the one to blame for the uh, the late entrance. Uh, I was trying to go at nine o'clock tonight, and then he gets dropped. It's only fitting that that tends to be the way that the uh, the blog talk, if you will, plays itself <laughs> to us. But we haven't been here in a month. You know, it's, it was literally August 6th, or April 6th is the last time we were here. Uh, we gave you our WrestleMania weekend preview. And we just got a lot of just random banter to talk about with everything. I think he, I think he has been uh, reacquired by the, the blog talk, Alex. Oh, that's my AEW entrance as we talk about WrestleMania weekend. Oh. <laughs> How long has it been? Woo! One Welcome month on the to day. WrestleCast Radio. One month into the, the day, mm-hmm. Alex lost his smile, but sunny days prevail ahead. As of course, what gets me back into wrestling to the squared circle mood. Of course, the wonderful match that we saw Will Ospreay, your IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, taking on the Dragon himself. Shingo Takagi. Boy, ladies and germs, Mark's a Mark S. It feels great to be back. 
I was just going to take the heat and say it was the month of the NFL draft, and I put my focus elsewhere. Yeah, ho. Because technically we had four, we still had four weeks of content. It was just a sportscast coming back just to talk draft. Yeah, I was, I was pushed to the side because someone didn't want to talk about Drew McIntyre. Yeah, and, and I didn't want to talk about Laramie Tunsil either. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, that draft is a better content than uh, what happened last year's. Yeah, no, this this draft was it, and I and I, I do want to say I appreciate everybody that listened. We had some pretty good numbers for those, on the those songs. I was happy with that. Thanks everyone. Oh yeah, and uh, I was also bitterly mad that I was really excited to get a Justin Fields jersey until he went to the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, happy happy day! As long as we rest the man for at least two thirds of the season. That's oh, they're talking. He, I've heard no. he's already starting day nope. one. No, nope. you can learn from these two. One of them has a Super Bowl. The other has pretty decent mechanics. And, you know, they're in there. It happens with Andy, you know, especially with someone like Andy Dalton and, and some of those Bengal teams there. So, I mean, I, yeah. I think you can kind of, you know, a little from, you know, column A and column B. I think he can fit well into that offensive scheme. Just don't rush him. You already paid yeah. Mike Glennon like, uh, money for, you know, these quarterbacks, utilize them, use their smarts, but also their bodies so we can hopefully stay fields until at least 2024. <laughs> I, I, I feel like the front office is like, oh, we got to do something quick to start a little draft. Or we're all getting fired. <laughs> I mean, cut out the pace. He, he had a better draft than, than a lot expected. So do, yeah. you, do you think the rumor was there that the, the Vikings were looking to pounce on fields? No. I, I think the whole – the whole way we were just going to grab somebody in the third round and look, you know, everyone got what you needed in the, in your lightman. So I mean, that that was perfect. We, we got, we got, uh, Christian Darisau way later than he should have went. I thought he was going to go 14 and when we traded out, I was, I was cursing at my television that they traded because I wanted Darisau or Elijah Vera Tucker. I was, he just heated. And then they get Darisau, and he went, oh, okay, my bad. I'm sorry, Spielman. And yeah. then third round, still, we get Kellen Mond. So there's our backup. Much Now we don't have to trade for shitty Drew Locke. We get uh, Walter Davis, who I don't know how he ended up being in the third round. He was the Big Ten offensive lineman of the year and an All-American guard. I don't know how he stayed that long. Uh, we had a really good we, – we got the defensive end from, from – um, What's his name? Perry Jones. I can't remember what his name is from Pittsburgh. I mean, they, Vikings had a really good draft, man. I was like, it was honestly a, a great draft for like the NFL. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> like everyone just seemed like it was falling into place for pretty much every team. Sorry, Jacksonville, though. I I just think it's just going to be another bust. Number one, unfortunately. Sorry, Lawrence I, fans. I, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be the most sure quarterback coming out of the draft since Peyton Manning. Really? Yeah, really? I do. He's like 6'6", 230 and can run. I also said that about uh, the guy who traded from the Jets as well. Who's Sam Darnold? They never said he could run. Everything else. Sam Darnold's like a little boy. His problem, though, is the Jets didn't give <laughs> a little shit. Boy. I mean, no. think about it. Like, God, that was just... What are, hey, we're going to get you an old Levy on Bell. Here you go. 
exactly. Like we're not gonna your best wide receiver is Robbie Anderson, sorry. Or Jay Crowder, Jamison Crowder, like sorry. <laughs> like I, I think he'll do okay in Carolina. Um, oh yeah. Well, yeah. I guess we'll see too. If he does good in Carolina, it shows that he actually was a good prospect. It's just the Jets are that dog shit. I think it's. I think it could be pretty good for Carolina. I, I honestly think this is going to be a a really good season for oh, a, so a lot of toss ups in 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 each you know division. So I'm very very excited for the season. See now it's going to be seventeen games. I'm it's, I'm it's I'm, all, I'm excited. Uh, for it's all fun again, and now you're on a fantasy. Like Unless uh, that that one spot opens. Oh, I know where you're going with that one. Oh and man, we Chicago, Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of traveling north in, in August and in, in July, so we'll we'll see if I can well, we, make we it. We already out. have we already have the spot ready to go. Um, if we do it on a Saturday, that would be more perfect. I I you know if if it came to the point where. You came in to uh, to take over for somebody else, uh, mm-hmm. per se, without without without, yeah, without saying things. Um, and, and I don't know, you know, maybe they and if they you know if they end up playing great, they, that's fine. I'm not gonna <laughs> crap. If on that them. happens, how awkward would that be? Uh, I guess it all depends if the, if it's uh, if it's two boogaloofs together. Two boogaloofs. That would be awkward. And I would almost feel bad for the other person than, than us. Because, <laughs> like, that's not fair for them if, if you would do that to them. Because then they're yeah. just going to get glared at. But anyway, not, not to dive too much into these code words. Um, but we have um, at, at my place here, there's, like, a rec room that has a perfect spot with 10 seats between couches and chairs and, like, this right in front of a television. And oh, yeah. Jordan, when he was driving through East St. Paul, stumbled upon an actual podium that he got out of his car that was on the <laughs> side of the road. And as he got out of the car, another person pulled over too, and they were at a standstill, him and this old guy. And and they really? like talked for a minute, and then Jordan grabbed it and went back to his car, tore a ligament in his finger, but managed what? to get the podium and drove away. <laughs> that <laughs> guy gets re- injured doing so much for you. <laughs> He's he's gonna repaint this thing, and then Luke's wife is able to print these like like actual dope decals from this printer she has. So we're gonna have a real podium with the Minnesota Geekball logo that I'm getting made nice, on it. Nice. Caesar is gonna wear a suit, and what we're gonna do is give him the picks every round, and he is gonna walk to the podium and announce our picks. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. I can't That's wait. It's going to be pretty damn cool. <laughs> this fantasy football draft is going to rule. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see how this all goes. But, I, man, I can't wait. And, look, that, that's part of it, too, is to be honest. That's why I was so excited to uh, um, to talk draft on the on the show, too, you know, that we were doing. Because, man, I just um, – this draft just felt – it just – it felt – it felt must-see for the first time in a long time yeah. with these drafts. I think uh, my, my the Jersey number fiasco debacle, grade, you know, high school sporting type of restrictions there, I, I think this is going to be a, a welcome back to the National Football League. Welcome back, uh, well, not the world, but America, since it seems like almost everything's opening back up. Minnesota pretty much on tap. 
at mid-July to be 100% back to normal Minnesota State Fair. Here we come. Yeah. Uh, I can't can't wait, that's for sure. So we should do it that weekend. The week, weekend of the fair? Yeah. Yeah, that's like the last weekend of August. That would be perfect. We could we could draft early, and then we could go to the we could all go to the fair. It's just we also have uh, Russell Cast Radio correspondent David Ritter's wedding happening the weekend before. Ooh. So that'll be a long uh, Chicago trip, which I'm looking forward to. Like which I'm officiating their wedding. Fun. That's tight. Are you going to be like Mills Lane? Well, originally I was going to do the whole, you know, David Star gimmick, but 2019 happened. <laughs> I had this awesome. I actually asked him via, you know, I think it was like when Cam was first starting. I like emailed him. I was like, hey, my buddy, you know, he's of the Jewish faith. You know, we're we're fans. You know, we're we're thinking maybe if we do, if we can get like an audio or video for you introducing him, you know, to his bride and and the rest of the people, and then I would continue or do something like that where we can or maybe even collaborate where I would do it. We would write a speech. You know, together or something like that. Never heard anything back. So, so when all the uh, uh, stuff coming uh, started coming out against uh, Max, I was just like, "All right, well, f you, bro." F you. <laughs> Maybe it's a good heated answer. <laughs> but been- it was gonna be awesome. It was gonna be really cool. But yeah, we can't do it out of you know morality. Yeah. Yeah, you you kind of can't just think you are Dave Star. Say you are Dave Star. <laughs> I don't want that one anymore. <laughs> no, no. Um, oh man, but no, we'll, we'll we'll figure something out. But yeah, what is it? Was it sixteen games, seventeen week season, uh, two preseason games, right? Yeah. So well, it'll be it'll be. I think it, I think it's gonna be seventeen games, eighteen weeks. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, yeah, Joe, because they already did 16. So, yeah, I knew it was like one more than, than the other. I'm just I'm happy excited. to get rid of those damn uh, uh, preseason games. As we all know, once you're a damn professional, you don't need four preseason games. <laughs> well, here's here's the problem where I think people are going to complain a lot about is the whole – there's going to be some records broken because there's more opportunities for people to play another game, I think. And, and yeah. maybe I'm wrong, but I think people are going to be like, well, how you hold into consideration with other people? Just go with it. <laughs> Just let it ride. <laughs> Who cares? At this oh, point, man. I'm excited, man. It's, it's, oh, I'm, after going to that, that Twins game on Monday, it was like, oh, my God, it's finally back. Like, I, I went to a sporting event. I feel good. I was excited. I must go again in June. Next month, I'm going to go to the Astro Series, and I'm going to wear a garbage can outfit and uh, just stare at Jose Altuve. So I'm, I'm tweeting out the show right now, and I'm shouting out Jay and Ho-Ho Loon. Uh, at the end of it, I'm saying also at DG underscore J and at Ho-Ho Loon 719 are the best commentary team outs. Dot, dot, yeah. dot. Fight us. <laughs> Hell Yeah. You know, so I guess I guess we should treat this as the most non-conventional, no linear path show. What we're all about, man. We we literally have had a month of wrestling that we haven't talked about. You know, I'm I'm looking at my notes 
we have I have one, two, three, four, five, six, Jesus. seven, or seven, seven shows. Dragon Gate would be eight today, and then all the random. I probably watched half of those indie, indie shows that weekend. Okay. Man, them, that is wild. Two of them I actually wrote down. Like two of them, I actually made note to grade. But I mean, we've had two two takeovers. We've had two WrestleManias. We had <laughs> two WrestleManias. Show. That's so crazy. Um, we had blood had and rebellion. guts. We had blood and guts. We had rebellion. We had uh, Noah was was a couple days ago. Um, I don't know if you checked that out. That's I put Fujita and Sugara. Was that the Ironhead one? Yeah, and then it was yeah. Muda and Kita Mia. Yep, when Muda won again, of course. I, I, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Who's he think he is? Suwama. Jeez, yeah. thanks, Jerry. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna just throw <laughs> this this out there right off the bat. Um, Sugaren Fujita was fucking awesome. It was awesome when they were drinking beers arm to arm linked. So that that's what sold the match for me. I just didn't know if it was gonna be on Wrestle Universe right away. So that and like I said, the first wrestling I've watched in weeks was just a few days ago, of course, being Osprey and Shingo. So uh no. Noah's on the docket, that's for sure. No yeah, no, I'm I'm not gonna I don't wanna give any results out of that one. Look, Muda won, everybody knew Kitamiya wasn't gonna win. It, it, no, whatever. Yeah. But I'm not going to tell you the results of Sagara Fujita. I want you to watch that. I know nice, I know. Nice. we're going to try to, like, I have probably the last four nights of the carnival to watch still. So okay. I have a bunch of binging that I got to do. Um, Saturday, I'm going to do a lot of it. Um, especially, like, you know, I'm going to have some, some free time Saturday evening. And then tonight, I'll probably watch some. I'll probably watch a little more after Summit tomorrow. But I'm going to try to get 100% caught up and see everything full in, okay. full Because I, I haven't seen spoilers. I don't know anything about it. Oh, nice, nice. Lucky, so I'm going to try to get all the way through it, um, especially if we're going to try to do that show on Sunday or Monday night. Yep. Um, so no carnival today, because I do even, like, in, you know, if anyone's listening, and, you know, don't call in about it. Alex, if you know anything, don't tell me. Like, I okay. truly want to get to this carnival. Um, the I will say this, starts- though. I was surprised. Night four when Daisuke Sakamoto came in and, and just took out everyone. Daisuke? Oh, you're just giving me shit now. Got <laughs> <laughs> a little running gag, guys. Uh, whenever he was like, hey, don't spoil this for me. I was like, oh, watch out for Daisuke Sakamoto's uh, muscle run. My my groin starts to, like, awaken for a second. I'm like, sit down. Oh. Nothing's happening. Oh. The muscle monster. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, muscle wedge, and then all of a sudden you're like, and Okabayashi was there. And then it just gets even worse. Torture Rack City. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I do want to get 100% caught up on that. King of Gates starts the 15th, so we'll have yes. time for that um, starting, you know, starts next Saturday. Um, so almost there to it. And I, I really want to get caught up on uh, the Stardom Grand Prix because I always love that tournament. It's always so good. And I'm really intrigued to see who's going to be the one to face Tommy Hayashi Shida. So uh, I, got a lot of, I got a lot of wrestling in front of me. I'm going to try to get as much of it done as I can. Uh, I'm going to try to do – I want to get Carnival done by Sunday or Monday, and then I'm going to try to do a full night of the Grand Prix every night until I'm caught up. 
So that'll be ready. And I'll start at the most current Grand Prix, that's for sure. King Ogita. Maybe one or two back. We'll we'll see. But I definitely have some, <laughs> some carnival to catch up as well on. But definitely Puro is back as well as WrestleCast Radio. Thank you, the one or two people that, that listen. But we're going to build shit up into the second quarter of 2021 as there's a lot to talk about as Ryan stated Dragon Gate Dead or Live 2021 putting on another fantastic show. Again, very, uh, let's say it, the most tranquilo company around because every time you turn it on, you're like uh, four hours, and then it's like the breeziest four hours that you could <laughs> so watch. Easy. It's like, wow, a <laughs> white match, 48 minutes, that's going to feel like forever. And then you're like, Shingo and Will Osprey, that's 45 minutes. That just started, didn't it? That's how <laughs> Dead or Alive definitely felt. I'm not going to lie, Ryan. As you stated, we, you know, we missed on a few big shows. One of the big ones, too, I'd say both nights of WrestleMania, unlike the takeovers, seem like a breeze as well. The big takeaways, of course, coming out from the granddaddies of them all. That sounds really nasty as we get older in age there, Ryan. But, uh, of course, Bianca Belair making history along with Sasha Banks uh, headlining one for the SmackDown Women's Championship in a, a fantastic emotional match. Loved getting the emotions from both competitors, uh, not hiding it, and then going full throttle for 20, 22 minutes there. And I think one of the better matches in a long, long time at a WrestleMania. One of the better women's matches I've seen that's not from a takeover involving Sasha Banks or any of the four horse women, but definitely one of the best ones since the triple threat at 32. Becky Lynn, Sasha Banks, and Charlotte Flair. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful showcase there. Uh, hell, a, I would say even a night one of WrestleMania. Uh, I'm not going to lie, Ryan. Low-key could be on my show of shows, at least for the first half of 2021. Well, let me ask you this question. Let me ask this real quick. Do you want to jump into Mania right off the bat, or do you want to go in order of kind of where we left off? I'm down for whatever, but before we get fully into the matches, I just want to ask what you think. Oh, he, dang, he hung up on me. <laughs> he's like, he's like, suck my ass. I was talking. I was like, oh my God, I'm sorry. I didn't mean anything by it. Let's, let's see if he, <laughs> of course it is. What is, what is, uh, oh, that's William Hung. We had William Hung on there. Just got gimmicked. Yeah, you did. Son of bitch. <laughs> oh, wait, he's back, he's back. Just, just got I would g- say, I think people know WrestleMania by now. Uh, I don't think we have to go, you know, kind of match by match. But hey, I'd say let's just kind of run over the, uh, the big high spots. Okay, that was kind of my thought. So I had my documents in order by date of watch. And I, my thought was I was going to open it, open up the farthest one out, and we could just quick hit anything we want to on those shows. And, and what's great about that, Ryan, is you show that, that all nerds still get laid, so way to go. <laughs> I do want to say there's one thing I want to point out. I haven't finished this show, but I want to give this out as reference here because Alex okay. has got me all hyped now with the way he was going through this WrestleMania card that I'm like, 
fuck yeah, we're going to talk. We're talking wrestling finally. Um, uh, <laughs> Yokohama Dream Cinderella 2021 um, in spring was the, the big stardom show before the Grand Prix was getting rolling. It was on okay. April 4th in Yokohama. The second match on the show, Momo Watanai wrestled Mina Shirakawa, who we all love Mina Shirakawa. Oh, yes. Alex, I went four and a half on this match. Momo Watanabe went into this match like Mina Shirakawa was like, you, I need you to prove to me that you're tough enough to be in stardom. Like, I'm oh, the wow. gatekeeper. And she beat the shit out of Mina Shirakawa. And mm-hmm. Shirakawa just started giving it back to her. And you could tell Watanabe was like, yeah. And then she started <laughs> laying him in there. And then Shirakawa <laughs> defending herself. So she starts trying to fight back, and, and Momo starts bumping for her, and they start going into these spots. And you could tell wow. Momo's starting to gain respect for her as not just some, you know, idol girl in here. Yep. It, it was kind of like that rite of passage when Kagetsu was, was destroying Tam Nakano back when Nakano teamed with Io Shirai, and they had that barbed wire exploding bat death match. And, yes. and uh, Tam Nakano <laughs> got the pin, her and Io beat. Kagetsu and uh, Net, uh, Natsu Sumiri. But this was like, Momo was like, I'm going to break Shirakawa in from her coming over from Tokyo Joshi Pro. And it was awesome. Like, Shirakawa was, you could tell. It's she like a like, weird I'm... reverse Mania 13. <laughs> kind of getting Shirakawa over, just yeah. like getting beat up, but also, you know, that baby face, you know, comeback. Mm-hmm. And you could tell respect. Shirakawa gave that, like, I knew this was coming and I'm ready for it as much yep. as I can be. It was awesome. It was so good. Break and me in, bro. Break me in, yep. Momo. So that's one to put on the docket of, of backlogs. Okay. After the match, too, regardless, I won't say the outcome, but um, when they were all done, they kind of just looked at each other and Momo smiled and shook her hand. I was like, all right, you know, you're cool with me. And I was like, yeah, it's fucking rock. So I was, was that also the same it. night as uh, um, Julie and Starlight Kid? This was the same show that had Himika and Micah defending the tag titles against Julie and Suri. Okay. okay. And then it also that was the had. I wanted to watch, but it was acting weird on the Xbox. Ah. That's, and then it has the Utami Hayashi Shida against B Priestley and. Uh, the Priestley's last stardom match. That, that I did see. That I did okay. watch. But right, I remember right. I went to watch the tag match. But yeah, I remember okay. I, I, I made sure to watch the Priestley match like after we talked that night. And uh, yes, it was a grand send off for, for Brie Priestley into uh, her endeavors, which is an probably, right? I think that's what it was, yeah. And we probably talked about it because this was two days before the last show we did do. Uh, but this also had Tam Nakano and Natsu Poi. And then it had a the big multi-man with uh, stars Iwatani, Goki Gondeth, Saya Ida, Starlight Kid, and Hana against Natsuka Tora, Saki Kashima, Konami, Rita, and Ruaka. And then the, the Unagi, uh, Saya Kamatani match, which was really good, too. So then Stardom came hard on this show. I just got to finish nice. it. I just wanted to point that out. One there. I think we didn't talk about it, um, especially with you mentioning the pre- you mentioning that Priestly stuff. Um, definitely brought it back in my mind that I think we did uh, chat it, it what's up. What's crazy but, is, is watching Dead or Alive for Dragon Gate uh, a few hours ago, and uh, just a, a Jay, who's amazing on commentary with the English commentary along with Ho-Ho Lou, and of course, after his opening uh, match <laughs> that he usually has, runs back to commentary, but uh, I remember he mentioned that Memorial Gate. I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. That was just, oh. 
Like that was our last show we talked about that. Like shit. Hit means butt in Japanese. I did not know that. We don't speak Japanese either, do you all? I don't. (laughs) I speak Chinese. And then oh, when he's describing the triple or the triangle gate, like power and speed and might or whatever he said in the three, he's like, I did not know that, which means people probably didn't know that either. <laughs> I like, God, I love this guy. I used to hate this guy when I, when a cruiserweight classic happened. I was oh, like, totally. get this guy out of here. And now I'm like, yeah, this guy's tight. He's just wrestling in shorts and a sleeveless T-shirt so he can sit comfortably to do commentary for three and a half hours after his match. Hey, he shit in though in that match for like two yeah, seconds. Yeah, he did. And he's on the he was on the right side for once too. Yeah, <laughs> I I got the raise of my hand. <laughs> oh, he's so funny. Um, but back so first, first start. <laughs> Start a media. By, by the way, not to get into Dragon Gate, but it was so cool to watch Big Ben do the toss-up spear yes. again. Oh my god! I was like, "You're dead, Monday." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> smoked him out. God, Ben K, ease up a little bit, bro. <laughs> but no, um, I'm all intensity. I um, cannot wait for him and Jacob Fan too. That's for sure. Oh man, if that happens, it's gonna be. Or sorry, I can't wait for versus Karen Cross at NXT Take for 2023. <laughs> I forgot about that. God. Because we're we'll going have it. MLW and NXT WWE will be joining forces on the relationships that you have had in the past with ECW and the Evolve. Uh, of course, Dragon Gate, I believe, is still on the table with the relationship with MLW. Hence the statement I just made. Oh, man. I don't remember if I have those notes, but there was notes that I heard. Do you remember I told you about this like a month ago, that there is still talk when that ends, that yep. there's like six guys that are supposed to go? Actually, two. Um, oh, I bet you I don't have them. I have all these pieces of paper. I know it was like Skywalker, it was uh, Ben K, which I don't think if he's champion, he's going to show up. Ben K, that one guy and the other... Yeah, it was. It was like. It was like Santa Maria. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was some, and KZ. No, I don't think it's KZ. Yeah, I'll try to dig it out. But I'm mean, excited if Okuda came over and just MMA'd everybody to the ground. <laughs> he just starts kicking people in the face. And then like, Shinya Yoke just shows up on on Dynamite since he was on that that MMA show on TNT after Dynamite. I remember it like stopped and like after the recording after a minute, right? How I was having that over a minute. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. it's just like the screen froze and like blurred. And I was like, why does that dude, holy shit, it's Shinya Ioki. <laughs> and I was pissed it didn't record. I was like, no, it was on TNT. <laughs> he was going to wrestle MT Nakazawa. Or TNT, the DDT uh, AEW reunion. I was stoked. <laughs> so let me... um. Let's let's run through real fast if there's anything that you want to hit on on this show. NXT Night One. <laughs> what? Yeah. I don't remember any of that. Um, <laughs> Zoe Stark and I'm Tony kidding, Storm. Dunn mm-hmm. beat Kushida. Uh, Bronson Reed won the elimination match. That was a great Walter match. Ciampa. I MSK, the tag match. Grizzled Young Vets Legato, and then Gonzalez beating Shirai. 
Okay, I go back. Uh, solid night one of Stand and Deliver. I, I thought the opener was, you know, great. A uh, great technical bout. You know, kind of the cheetah of old that we're kind of used to. Uh, Pete Dunn being that villainy asshole trying to break the fingers of one uh, you know, time splitter there. So, uh, great ending. Kind of with, you know, kind of Dunn's takeover streak continuing. Uh, but, of course, you know, just that bitter end, you know, after he just screwed his fingers. Kind of the latter parts of that match. I thought it was uh, done. Mm-hmm. I, went, I went three and a half. Um, thought it was, it was just what I wanted. It didn't need to be too much. No. Obviously, you look at those two and you're like, oh, this is going to be great. But then I'm like, please just don't go ahead and try to have the main event of the first match again. And they That's did. NXT. And I was like, cool. I know. I know. And I just, I wanted it to feel like the old school feel. Like, you know, where yeah. the opening match is like Austin Aries and No Way Jose. And it was like, yeah, that was really fun. You know, I want. Mm-hmm. Like, I, mm-hmm. I miss those kind of things, and that's kind of what this was. And this had that. You, you're right. There's definitely it, that, that, it that old time feel. It wasn't uh, Keith Lee and Donovan Dijak where they're doing <laughs> fucking twenty-five minutes spots off the top rope into a seated Dijak in a leather chair. Like, give me a break, guy. Yeah, like, what is I this? EWG. Yes. Um, Can we just have the match a week? Or of the of these two shows in NXT, it's not one of the best matches of all of what the the E that whole week was. And I'm sure you'll get to that this uh, one contender gauntlet. But Walter and Tommaso Ciampa, yeah, my God, delivered ten times over. Tommaso Four Ciampa and a half, baby. came Let's to play. Walter just did not give two shits, as he should never give multiple shits. I'm sure he has the power. Though Champa looking stronger than ever, uh, I thought this was a brutal battle, a mano a mano, uh, you know, kind of feel there, and and I thought kudos to both. Will definitely be on my top fifteen of the year, but the more I think about it later on, depending on what we we get, it could be on the top. So I went four and a half, which is still a great score. Not I'm not trying to like, hey man, I only did this. Um, I thought when he chopped through the table was one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. Oh. Um, shout out to the E for actually ringside accentuating, like accentuating a positive finally. You mm-hmm. know, that was great. Um, the only thing that, that I kind of took away from this match was I could tell it, you, you had that just enough where you could tell it was, it was a WWE style match and not like, it wasn't Walter and Bate from Hello Wembley, or it wasn't Walter mm-hmm. and Osprey from OTT that, that next month in October of 2018, you know, whatever it was. You know, it was just, you could tell yeah, but that those are was against, like, young scrappers, though. This is, Tommaso Ciampa's had some, some career-altering surgeries over the last couple of years, and for him to come back, all three return, you know, over the last two months, you know, we love uh, some Timothy Thatcher, but, you know, it just kind of seemed off. He, he came back from his last injury, but he looked ready. He looked strong. He looked like the psycho killer that we know and love that gave us one of our first sounders here at WrestleCast <laughs> Radio that we didn't have to pay for. Um, but, <laughs> you know, it's just, I thought this was a, a wonderful redemption match, if you will, for Tommaso Ciampa. And what a better opponent. Now, what? You know, a better opponent than, than Walter to, to bring that out for him. So here's my two comparisons, and you can tell me maybe I, maybe I'm overlooking it, but um, Walter and Ilya Dragunov 
felt like a match that wasn't under WWE. Is that fair to say? Like that progress? felt like it, it was in progress or WXW. It felt like they were, it didn't feel like it was under this banner. Correct. But the other under thing, a UK banner, I think they're giving a little more freedom because they're on 3 p.m. on the Peacock channel. Now, and that might be, and that could be fair too. The other thing about it is Walter and Ciampa, how much better would it have been if they didn't have an agent telling them how to make their match? I mean, I, I sure, but we all got to remember this was on prime time on USA Network. For them to be given their, I swear this was at least a 24-minute match. Uh, I don't have the time in front of me. That's a good question. They were given a lot of time. They were given Mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, action spots, like you said, from the table breaking to Ciampa giving him, you know, the the bitter end or whatever the hell it's called off the the top rope gimmick. Uh, You know, just so many amazing spots from both guys. It didn't really get uh, off off the rails, if you will, where it's like multiple, multiple falsies. You know, it was just where Ciampa was kind of getting those because Holy shit, he's going to beat Walter. He's going to beat Walter. And, you know, just, you know, when he was clubbing Walter down, I was like, holy shit, I think they're going to do this. But, again, just one reverse force and slam and one chop a la the Ileana Dragunov match, you know, he just did, was over. And I was like, okay, that's all we needed. And, and again, for me, the best takeover match of, of that weekend. Or week it, since it was Tuesday, Wednesday, but uh, I guess, again for them to give them the time that they did or were given, I, I thought that's you know enhanced the match for East standards. That's for sure. Yeah, they got they got 17 minutes, which is a lot of time for a WWE. That's it. Wow. Um, and it's longer the, to me, but in a better way. You know, like it, it, it seemed was, like yeah, it was time. It was great. Like I like I said, I have, you know I was like I said I went four and a half. I have no problem with it. I, just, I feel like. If it would have been another five to ten percent, so Walter yeah. on the offense, where it was Chompa fighting from behind a little more, I think mm-hmm. his comebacks would have been a little more like I I would have I don't want to say I would have bought into him more, but I think he would have I would have felt like he had a better chance to win had it not been as fifty. It was a little it was almost fifty fifty, which is fine. Like I don't yeah. I don't mind fifty fifty matches, but. The one thing we always say is you have to protect the mystique that is Walter. He's done mm-hmm. that. Now that he has agreed to come to you, you need to not change him. And then you don't change need him. to survive no. a series in Chicago him. Is what you're <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and once again, by no means, it was a great match. Both guys gave everything they had, and it was tremendous. I just there's, – there's, there's a formula to these Walter matches that work so well. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of wish they would have, like, and that was that was where the Dragonoff match was so great. It was, it was a Walter match where where Walter Walter by dominating these matches makes his opponent that much better and more over. And I mm-hmm. think getting Chomp a little more sympathy would have made those comebacks a little bit better. But regardless of that, it was my favorite match of. It was it was my second favorite match of the whole WWE weekend, I think. Nice. Okay. Um, oh, wow. Was, was, wow. By no means, by no means, anything like. Um, I went four stars on Shirai and Raquel Gonzalez just because I appreciated that it was a, like a twelve minute match and they solidified Gonzalez as the champ. The I didn't dominant. hate that yep. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went I went four on Cole and O'Reilly, but albeit it was forty minutes, 
but I still <laughs> I thought they worked so hard. I just I was like they deserve at least this. What, what are your um, thoughts on Kyle Cassidy, by the way? On who? Kyle Cassidy. <laughs> the infringement of one Orange Cassidy. Who's your next no, W number one contender? You know, I I like that. I I like that they implemented the rankings with this when they said number one and two. Mm-hmm. But the way that they made them like they overlooked do it once a quarter at least. That's in the contract. It's just in the fine print. Fans yeah, don't see. I'm like, hey, we thought it was like, going to be every week, but no, just once a quarter. That's all they well, have they, to they, do. They post them on their website every week. Well, yeah, yeah, but they never. <laughs> Except like recently, like in that first year, they're like, oh yeah, we we said that. Like when the McMahon's and Levesque came out and said, this is your universe, it's your <laughs> company. They also talk it like they they talk it up a lot on Dark and Dark and uh, Dark Evolution too. Which I, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I find myself that like AEW Dark might be my favorite weekly TV show because of the commentary. Commentary, and I just love the matches. I love watching enhancement matches. I, I love the flipping shows because you get to see the future. And any any way, any any time you're gonna give me ten minutes of Max Caster, I'm all in. Why don't you watch like 205 Live or Velocity? Well, I'm gonna watch 205 main Live event. tomorrow. Uh, because tomorrow's the debut of Ikeman Jiro, as they're calling Whoa, it. Whoa, shut up. It's Ikeman Jiro tagging with Austin Gray as they take on Tony Nese and Arya Davari. Really? And it's Why also the debut. no announcement of this. <laughs> Only on Peacock, by the way. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, it's, uh, it's August Gray and Ikeman Jiro, because that's what they're going to call him, Oh. Thinking Ari of Ari and Tony Nese also making his WWE debut will be Ari Sterling. Who's For those, of you, those of you know him as the one and only Alex Zane from Game Changer. Oh, that's Zane, man. Interesting. Yeah, so I'll be. I'm watch. I'll watch. I'll watch, I'll watch like that. that, that yeah, that's yeah. my AEW elevation. <laughs> I just, dude, I love Max Caster, man. I think he's just great. How did Golden Eye? Uh, it's his uh, mic skills, by the way. <laughs> wait, wait, From respect said, or whatnot to GoldenEye, what's your what's your scale? Um, <laughs> oh, he's he's a little he's a little goldie. Can't lie, no, I'm just kidding. No, but when he was like when he was like varsity blondes, yeah. um, they're not the gonna win. Of the ring. Yeah, they'll be on dark side of the ring in ten years. <laughs> like, let's go. That's hilarious. By the way, see I the Hollywood film. blonde shirt. That's out on Pro Wrestling Tees. No, Austin but I, and, I got, the, I got so the text cool. for it. I got to look at it. I did watch <laughs> the first uh, the Pillman first episode. Did you watch did it yet? You? Yeah, I did watch the first episode. Well, I, I caught like the first 10 minutes of episode two, and then I started around on the computer. Oh, did they release the second part of it? It's on uh, Vice. It started to. Oh, okay, cool. I'm gonna have to watch that. I thought the first episode was tremendous. Yeah, like I I knew what Pillman was doing, but I didn't know it was worked the way it was worked, where Bischoff was in on it. He mentioned that a little on the podcast, and they talked about, about Pillman, especially early okay. on. I think Pillman was one of the uh, early episodes of 83 Weeks there, but yeah, I, I know he would mention it every now. And then. Like, would talk Pillman. I'm like, pretty cool Bischoff, though. Bischoff is so like. It makes me like Bischoff. Like, I always thought Bischoff was, didn't get enough credit. Oh, um, agreed. 
And I'm like, God, that's really good. Because he's like, I can't pay you, but I can help you get to a spot yep. where they'll allow me to pay you. And then he got, I knew he had Meltzer in on it, but I didn't know Bischoff, too. That's so tight. I was like, ah, oh, it's good. Carney's on Carney's, man. It's, you know, hey, like like you said, I will hire you back. <laughs> you know, um, it's, <laughs> you get your money, and I'll get you more so money tight. back here in a few years. Oh, so. that's great. It's, uh, I mean, I, I agree with the scenario, you know, of course, Conrad Thompson, I, Thompson, I believe, has nine podcasts out now, which kudos to him. But uh, one I listen to consistently, you know, I, there's, there's so many out there now, and with the new J-O-B, it's hard for me to even listen to podcasts anymore, which sucks, but uh, yep. uh, 83 weeks for sure is one that, that I, I make I listen to every week. That's so tight, though. Um, I, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm intrigued. I might try to check it out tonight. I, uh, I want to watch a couple things. I need to get a little MLB the show in because they just released a monthly award or reward where you can get a 95 Byron bucks. And I'm like, Oh shit, I need to get that card. Um, Would you hit 800 runs that one night? Yes. I had 500 runs. Jesus. <laughs> Look, I was trying to work the game to, to get XP. You know? should have been working <laughs> your game on a lady instead of I know, a video I game. But I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little. Hey, boy. I uh, scored five runs on a AI simulator. You want to touch my uh, Max Caster? <laughs> hey, ladies, I did it against the Astros too. <laughs> hey, you've been married twice, and I haven't. So you, you no, must be doing I, something. Right. I've only been married once. And then you got trapped with your seat. But it's okay. After it's okay. dark, because because the the <laughs> trap the trap acquired me this. <laughs> Very, very true. Where's the Where's the other one? Where's the other one? I gotta find the other one. I don't know where it went. There's another one. I know there. Here it is. I'm like, hey, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) You know that you you get that that one song by the guy with the one eye. One Uh, what? One arm? He's got one. The Fetty Wap. That's his name. He has this song. I'm like, hey, what's up? The, you know. What the hell's a Fetty Wap? Fetty Wap. Disgusting. He's got one eye. He's a, a no guy. idea. This guy. Right here. I'm like, hey, what's up? Is he yodeling? No, that's Sydney. No, the first part. It sounds like he's yodeling into Sydney. I'm like, hey, what's up? <laughs> I don't know. Who's Somebody's yodeling. Man, and he. Oh no, he grew up on Sexton, so he's got that maple in in his blood. See, maple hood. And for those of you who don't know about maple hood, take that for data. <laughs> um, night two. Shout uh, out to Bruce King, <laughs> shooting those jumpers. Dude, he was he he was tearing us apart. It was embarrassing. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was like that first time Jeremy Lin went to the garden. Yeah. Totally. Uh, also, I'm kind of bummed to uh, bypass one of the better matches of, of the week. The NXT Tag Team Championship, MSK, taking on Grizzly Young Vets and Mendoza and Wild, which I thought was a great spot fest. Working hard, uh, you know, by, by all six guys. Uh, but, of course, the big focal point, Wesley's hand. But, uh, you know, that, that was able to uh, get him to pull himself to the top. Hitting that spot, doomsday device, yada yada. That's all great. Yeah, I went. I went three and three quarters. It was fun. What? I, yeah, three and three quarters. Fun. 
I, look, man, sure. they, they, they just at one point I was like, okay, you guys need to stop doing so much shit because I can't even pro- process what's happening. <laughs> what? It's like an impact <laughs> match. Oh, because they're from impact. <laughs> I was, uh, I was on a dude's stream earlier tonight, uh, Big Williams, shout out to him on Twitch. And um, we were watching uh, Impact tonight. It was Rhino against Chris Sabin. And we oh. were talking about the uh, the Kenny Omega number one contendership. And I said, you know what's going to happen is they're just going to make Matt Cardona the number one contender and once again fuck up an easy layup that they have in this company where Rebellion did eight times the buys of it was the it was the eighth highest bought pay per view this year of anything. Um, they they like were saying, boxing, UFC included. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, I guess it was the eighth highest bought. It, it, so the, the, from what I've heard is it made more than eight times the the amount of buys that a normal Impact pay per view does. Like they would have to do eight pay per views to make this revenue back up. I mean, it was an all right so, match, but. Well, part I guess of it the too is it didn't, real. it didn't help that that Swan got knocked out during the match, which well, I thought he landed later. on his hands and or head on the uh, <laughs> apron. Mean, maybe that that is his hands. It looked we both admitted how brutal that was. <laughs> like it was so Ouch. like it didn't it didn't look like much, but if you really think about it, I was like that might have sucked. <laughs> <laughs> like that would have really hurt because that's like the worst part of the ring. But it's I like thought a gunshot when he did. That was. <laughs> it was like somebody closed the car door hard. <laughs> He's on the ground. But I guess he got his bell rung, and that's why he kept he botched those top rope spots. Which makes me, it, I understand a little bit more now. But you know, but it's like how like I, it, this answered my question. Not to get away from how, the order we were going because we always jump around. We said so. Is Omega careless in the ring? Is what you're saying? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's like saying Skywalker is. It's bullshit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which now I guarantee there's going to be hate tomorrow. Why don't you put him in an arm bar after he was hurt? Get the fuck out of here, nerd. <laughs> it's called it's called keeping K-Fame alive as much as you possibly can, and, and making him still look good. Tear that couch up, bro, or chair. Um, but uh, the the, the the thing where, where I always I had a problem that I said this to you a lot was I don't know what impact gains out of this, this alliance like they they're, they don't get put over or nothing well now I understand what they gain from it they just gained eight times the buy rate so it but makes, then it makes their championships meaningless because their champ champ of other two promotions now is losing and getting beat up by a guy who puts his hand in his pocket. As well, as the rest of the okay. So they're saying that guy is better than their former champions. I mean, Orange Cassidy probably. I mean, I, would you be a little perturbed? Impact. Let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, I, I, get, I get the spot. I get, I get the gimmick. But again, you, you champion. That's why it was like such a weird lose lose situation. A champion versus champion match. I get the collector of belts, Austin Aries. We love you. Well, we don't love you as a person, but we like you as a wrestler back in the day with the collector of belts. But uh, you know, oh, of course, Daddy. all dragon and and whatnot. But uh, I, I I don't know. It's just a little a little overdone uh, to the empty sometimes with the uh, with the character. It just doesn't seem to 
the ring right. Like when I watch AEW now, it, it's it's enjoyable, but it just also still seems like it runs flat at times. Well, and especially with one... that character development of this Kenny Omega, Don Callis, Good Brothers, it just seems like you know, hey, we're we're trying to NWO circa you know third version of it, where we're gonna have friends with our match and our leaders be wild and you know animated and this and that and it's the cleaner persona of new japan just turned up a little bit extra just fine but it, to mm-hmm. me again it just is getting a little old who's going to beat him why is he still feuding well what feuding with moxley uh for yuji nagata uh but you know it just i, I don't know what the end game will well, be I, for I think this we're gonna get moxley king sitting against the box which, I think that's gonna. I think that's gonna I'm, rule. I'm with. But I mean, again, a viable contender for your champion. You got your second, you know, pay per view of the year. You're coming up here at double or nothing, and, and I don't know. Unless you run an invasion angle, it's so crazy and complicated. You got Andrade now challenging Kenny Omega for the AAA, you know, championship there. So there's so many different particles moving around in system where we're just like oh, where is what what is where up is left right is down so who knows i'll be along for the ride that is for sure but uh, just i think the booking needs to be a little bit more stable so this is where i think the hard part comes into play and this is going to completely deter from where i was going to go with this conversation is we all we we would we would sit there months and months ago and go god i wish I wish this company could, I wish, I wish so-and-so would work with so-and-so so we could see this. Or I wish this and that could happen. Well, now it's happening and, and it's like, okay, well, now that they're giving it to us, you don't want it either. What, you mean Young Bucks and SCU again? Well, that's when they can break up SCU. <laughs> this is their, oh, this mean- will be their swan song. Because I think Daniels is going to retire after this, yeah. And it's just going to be thrown out like that. Like well, you're not going to have I, it on a I, pay-per-view or you know anything like, you know, have a no, higher regarded match. No, I don't think they want it on a pay-per-view. I just think Why? it's a good way. Because they, they well, don't, they're one they of don't the four founders, one of the, the, the first sign to this company. Yeah, and they're the first champs. I don't think they care about that stuff. <laughs> I, mean, I, think, I think their thought is, how can we try to pop a number on TV and get our rating? Over under five falsies in that well, obviously over. <laughs> <laughs> the dramatics are going to be insane. Like you said, it's, it might be Daniels' last match, so you know he's going to get uh, at least right, three let, by let him. Let me with this. Let me cut it with this. Over, under, the Twins are going to blow another lead. Uh, I'm going to go under. <laughs> Come on, man. I was so shocked when we went to that game Monday. They actually won. Then they lost the rest of the series. But, hey, at least we I'm saw the Cubs. When the Cubs swept the Dodgers. Yeah, Dodgers have lost like fourteen of eighteen. After What's start, happening, bro? They started the season thirteen and two. Yeah, and now <laughs> aren't they but like they, fifteen they, and fourteen now, or like I think they're sixteen seven, and twelve, seven, seventeen and sixteen. I think. Jesus but, Christ! Um, Dustin May is now out for the whole year. I think Bellinger's injured. They have like four or five people that are hurt at the moment, but it's all right. I, I always look at it as every team Jermaine. is going to win. I said it's a May. It's it's fine. Dustin May is awesome. Ginger. No, Barbie? I know, but but I'm saying it's so early. Oh like yeah. It, you know, 
it's, pretty it's much, fine. I look at it as every team's going to win 60 and every team's going to lose 60. It's what you do in those other 42. <laughs> you know, it's kind of, and, and that'll be funny. You know, kudos to the Cubs, man. I, I the, the Dodgers haven't won a series in Wrigley since like 2014. Wow. Yeah. And, and they were fun games. Like I enjoyed watching us. You know, it was like, man, the, the, the late inning heroics. The only thing that sucked was I was like, damn, Kershaw got his ass beat mm-hmm. in game one. Um, but kudos for Dave Roberts actually pulling him. Normally, <laughs> Roberts would yeah. be like, oh, it's fine. We'll put him in there for eight more innings. Like, are you stupid? Take him out of the we'll game. Blow his arm. Yeah, you dipshit. Um, anyway, now I'm just going to get irritated thinking about that. Cause yeah, Boston. <laughs> Jeez. That's a boy. But, like, um, no, just but you know what I'm saying? Like we 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 clamor we we glamour for these interpromotional things, and now that it's happening, it's like oh maybe they shouldn't have done it because now it's, there's just so much going. On. It's just isn't it over like everywhere? And, and I like I it. don't know. Let, let no, I, I think it's, it's neat, but it's just like why don't you throw an idea at Sam Let's go to Impact. You know, I think once they start utilizing more of their card, well, he was. I think that's go, what I'm excited like the for. Angle. And then he brought up the angle to Tony Khan, and Tony Khan said, yes, through that, come back. You're not doing yeah. that. No, and I, I, I get that. I mean, you got a better creative, but like Finn Juice winning their tag championships. Yeah, me, Finn Juice like, is okay. the highest rated segment every single week they've been on Impact. What? Why? Yeah, I, I can't believe it either. But they, they are statistically the highest rated segment every time they're on Impact. Oh, People shit. love Finn Juice for whatever I reason. I mean, the family was fantastic, so. I That's get it, why ladies. I think they they won the ti- they kept the titles at Rebellion is because they're a draw in Impact. Why is <laughs> like that, they're really think? a draw. Um, I guess here's here's my question too, and, and you know I see people complain about this on Twitter and stuff, and and people are you know they say well the problem with AEW is there's just so much going on. What's wrong with that? Why there, why is it a problem that there's so much going on on this show because they're trying to make a ton of angles. You watch Monday Night Raw and nothing happens. <laughs> I but but you know again, I mean? that's a bad thing. I don't think it's that it's too much going on. It's no, they have a lot of talent, but yet we are still seeing the same eight people show in and show out. To be fair, since NXT went to Tuesdays, this was the first week Cody Rhodes and Kenny Omega and John Moxley wrestled. No. Yeah. Go look it up. They were drawing these numbers with Darby Allen in the main event. I know Allen was, you know, kind of doing that, you know, the the uh, the TNT matches, which is, you know, kind of what you expect to happen. But Cody Rhodes wasn't on TV because he was selling the QT Marshall thing, and he but showed the young up. Bucks. Yeah, Bucks are selling there because they're a draw. I'm they're talking the about the. Kind of the tag, it's like, all right, here's this person, here's the young bucks. Are they here? Are they not heal? Are they going to be small oh, assholes? Are heel. they not going to be small guys? You know, they've just been like, heels for a month. Ever since well, yeah. they uh, they super kicked out Moxie, now they have the the one earring, which I think is hilarious. They all put over that they're all they all have one ear pierce, and they have like one dangling earring. It's so douchey. I love it. Oh, shit, I forgot about... See, this is what I might watch Impact for. I forgot LP making his Impact oh, debut I, this evening. I left um, 
I jumped off of dude's stream before that that happened. That's true. I forgot about that. But you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's like yeah, I understand. There's a like lot again, that's the that, shit like, I'm more excited about. Yeah, that balance. More so than, you know, Kenny Omega or something like that. It's just getting those other guys who aren't going to, you know, who who don't have the luxury of having a little bit more TV time. Because, again, I get it. Your EVPs, your, you know, your other names that you signed, you know, bless you, you know, have that time. But it's just for all the other wrestlers. That's the shit I'm, I guess I'm more excited to see. And I agree with that. But when you take the broad spectrum of everything. You got to look at the one one factor, and, and and this is what I always struggle with with the WWE. And part of it is because they don't even do this part right. But you ha- you have to you have to hit all audiences. You got mm-hmm. five six different audiences. You got the people like you know you want to see ELP. I want to see guys like Max Caster and some of those young guys, and that's why I watch Ooh. Dark. You know things like that, and they try to hit those on the show. We got. Varsity Blondes, and we got the Acclaim this week, which was awesome. Mm. And SCU won because SCU is the known and they're building that story. So they hit they hit the people like me who want to see that. But they still, you have the core fans that want the Young Bucks, so you have to hit that. But then you got the people who love Orange Cassidy, so you need to give them that. Like, AEW, whether we like everything or not, checks the boxes where they're at least getting to everybody. It's a melting pot of, of everything and if you if you sit here for two hours it's like and, the GCW and, and, of 2018 if, if you sit here for two <laughs> hours with us on dynamite and and allow us and, and follow us on this ride this roller coaster as you'd say mm-hmm. you know we will we will get to you at some point in line you just have to wait your turn and that's what I like about Dynamite is they, they hit those boxes. And the, the GCW, it's a good comparison because it was, it was something where you had your flying, you had your, mm-hmm. your, your stiff, you had your death match, you had your wackiness. You know, they gave you a little, everyone kind of got a little piece of the pie. And that's, mm-hmm. that's what I've been liking about these Dynamites is, yes, we're getting seven, eight angles on one show. You're getting, you know, you're getting one thing every quarter hour. But at least they're given something. Like, I'm so excited that they that, – and this is, where, this is where they're better than WWE. If Ethan Page and came out and cut that promo oh, on Darby yeah. Allen, if this was in the WWE, they would hammer home 450 times that these guys wrestled at Evolve 10 and Evolve 30 and Evolve 45, and, and this happened to him <laughs> in this match, and they would just – they would they would treat you like you're a fucking idiot and you don't know what you like you've never watched wrestling. All they did was Ethan Page came on and said, Hey, and you know, Darby, people who know the know, because we've had you know, we've had our, our history history in the past, and I'm not here gonna let you slide. That's not war paint, you're covering up that dent in your head. Oh, remember that arm, <laughs> yep, shade that one over to all ego Ethan Page. And that's all they said. And then Darby comes flying in and smokes him and then they beat his ass. And now everybody's like, oh, man, I can't wait to see Darby Allen and Ethan Page. They, they supposedly have a history. I wonder how it's going to be. They're not getting a WWE 24 special telling you about their history. They don't treat their fans like idiots. Oh, but I, I like the background historical intricacies of, of and, and I realized, as I said, 24, that was probably a bad example. But, like, because <laughs> that is that. That's I'm not going to lie. Thing. I cried during Sasha and uh, 
really <laughs> retrospective. It was like, damn, they were good. Which, which I mean, they still like, are, but, you know, just seeing the growth, I'm like, wow, that's amazing. They take these they take these histories and they just have to beat you over the head with it like you've never watched wrestling in another company. Like, because they think oh. their fa- their fans just watch their product. They don't yeah, know any like, of that. So I think they're saying, "Hey, go watch their stuff earlier on Peacock." Like I I I'm surprised they haven't like tried to synergy in a weird way. They're they're extending their brand and trying to get streams on their other you know product there to make investment worth it i'm i'm utterly shocked that they haven't that they haven't tried to explain the history of cole and o'reilly more than they have true now i agree with that know this like they actually kind of let that organically yeah but they can't say oh they wrestled at the tokyo dome you know they no but they they, they can't kind of go into that but they can't say rh which is more what they're known for they said new japan they brought in liger they said new japan and the hall of fame a month ago how cool yeah, was that, by the way, him, yeah. him in that video? Him and his 32-second induction speech? Hey, he got a check and a trophy. That's all he cares yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's just, I think that's what I mean by that, the AWs. They, they, they don't treat you like an idiot, but they're hitting all check marks. Well, while I may not like this or this, I know eventually I'm going to get this or this. So I, I stay watching because I'm like, cool, that's fine. Go ahead and cater to them because you're still going to hit me, and I'm fine with that. It's not like I'm watching Raw and it's like, oh, my God, this is the seventh segment with Dominic Mysterio in. My God, he's back on a Raw. Or a SmackDown or, I don't fuck, whatever. Um, anything I'd like to a takeover, I just realized we started talking about SmackDown, and I'm like, get away from it. Oh, I, I got one thing for like you. Jordan Devils, right? As is Santos Escobar. I went three and three quarters on the ladder match. But boy, did it seem like Devlin was not prepared for this match or was not in shape for this match. Did you notice, like, there was a lot of times that Devlin, you're like, man, he looks gassed. He's, he doesn't have that six-pack like he used to. He's not flying around like a nutcase. Escobar's kind of, no, don't get me wrong, it was good. They took a lot of sick bumps. Well, told two sick stories. boys. I mean, let's be real. Like, they they totally went the Tyler Bate route. There was a few times where Escobar, you could tell, was waiting for Devlin to get up. Like, come on, come on. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and we, Devlin crashed into the ladder, you know, as uh, you know, Escobar <laughs> suicide dived on him. I mean, yeah, stumbling around we, there. And we didn't talk about my boy L.A. Knight. <laughs> He's so tight, man. You know, he's not the greatest wrestler by any means. But that dude, like, any time he needed to be in the right spot for for a spot or to do something to make something happen, he was always there. Like, this dude's a – like, he's a pro's pro that's just not – he's like a 5 out of 10 in the ring. But he gets Mm. everything. Like, after he lost the match, he made sure – to extend his right arm to do his taunt so Loomis could catch it and put him in his little goofy thing. <laughs> like, it's just those little True. things. You, you watch him and you're like, he understands all the little nuances. And I knew that he was going to get to this level because of that. It's I just to him a I, little bit on Tuesday and I, I dug what I saw. In his yeah, like, and, he's, and he's, like I said, you know, he's not going to wow you like with these great matches. But he's that guy who you see, like, if you go to an indie show and you're like, that dude gets it. Like he, we're gonna mm-hmm. see him more someday. Like yeah. that's just kind of what he writes. And it, you know, he gets the character. 
He can cut a promo. He 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 truly believes he's a star, and he he carries himself that way. He's just not like it's kind of like he's a lot like EC3. Everything's there. It's just if he was just a better wrestler, it'd be awesome. <laughs> Like everything about EC3. So it's like the, the the Miz or the Sandows, the biases, you know, kind of that that where the same mold of a character where it's a great character, good mic skills, but it's just if the ring worked a little better, you yeah, know, they, they, they would really go up, money. you know, the ladder, if you will. Yeah, they they could they could really make like, They're entertaining, you and you don't mind seeing them on your TV with a show. If LA Knight was at least a 7 out of 10 in the ring, he could be this era's Shane Douglas. Ooh, interesting. Like, okay. the way he carries himself, his promos, he puts himself over. He knows he he's just the right chicken shit where he's still tough, mm-hmm. but he's not. But he just he's not as good of a worker as Douglas was. Agreed. But, yeah, I mean, I, you know, we, before NXT, you know, he was, uh, as we know, with the NWA, you know, with, with the Corgan relaunch. And, you know, he was kind of making a, a rename from from his, for himself, post, you know, when he was with Impact there. So, uh, you know, that character has always, you know, kind of been been there. I know The Rock is a fan. I know they've, they've shared some some Twitter-ness, yep. you know, in the past. It's a little bit of that that charisma from mm-hmm. night, you know, in a way. So, as you know, with me and I think your, your Sparks, you know, like us, you know, if you're not the best in a ring, you better sure have a great character and, and <laughs> you, you know, know, come off that television screen and, and he's definitely one that, that can do that. So, you know, give it a little bit more time or, or a little bit of an extra push. And, you know, me time, you know, explosion. And I think he could be something big, not only down there, uh, on Tuesdays, but you know, and then the uh, the main rosters there. So. Yeah, and Keep you know, maybe you know, normally, you know, as we see with somebody like Tay Conte, <laughs> you, when you leave WWE, you get better because you get reps. Like she's so much better than she was doing three years of arm drag class. But maybe <laughs> he can, maybe he can change that mold and actually, you know, improve in this company because he mm-hmm. he feels like a WWE guy too. Like he feels like a WWE Agreed. wrestler. Yeah. Which is that, but um, you know, and and, and uh, I think too, you know, you look at it back in the day, um, you know, he he was he was Sean Ricker uh, for a while in in I I don't know if it was still FCW, but he was he he oh. did some um he did some uh, um, he did some. Would he play a security like, guard in one segment? Is what you're saying? Um, he, he did actually between uh, CM Punk and Kevin Nash. <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. Um, Learn something new. Know, like he had a dark match. I, I'm looking at his history. He beat Yoshitatsu in a dark match in NXT in 2013. Oh, his real name is Sean Ricker. Um, he had a dark match teaming with Gene Snitsky, losing to Crime Time. He lost. Damn, you know, he, he was El Do you know he was El Hijo de Trump? I that was one of his know. ring names. Dick, Dick Rick Likus, Deuce of Deuce and Domino fame. Uh, Slate <laughs> Randall. We all remember Slate Randall. But yeah, he <laughs> utilized his real name, uh, uh, Sean Ricker, as well. And he, you know, he worked some dark matches, and then he, he got released because he didn't get along with DeMond. I do remember that. 
So, you know, he was gotcha. the guy that they, they had in the company before. And, and for the same reason that I think we just talked about is why. Um, Ricker, Ricker also appeared as a cast member on the TNT reality series The Hero, hosted by The Rock. Oh, okay. I thought The Rock was just, uh, had, God, who was that guy? That Jersey Shore dude. And then he was, oh, uh, and then he looked like Tony Khan in NXT. The machine, or that's not a real person. That's Brian Cage. Brian Cage, we're talking wrestling. I said Sasha Vujicic. Um, the the I don't what the hell is the guy's name? Big Dot? No, Donnie. Big Dot. Little oh, Little Donnie. That's five dollars. I want to do blood. <laughs> I don't remember those guys' name. I'm sorry. The 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 association. The Shotzi Blackheart, Rockstone. That's what it was. What was his name? The association. The association. <laughs> Why can't I think of that guy? Was that like the bootleg version of the Ascension? <laughs> no. Okay. I somebody needs to look this up because I don't remember that guy's name. The the um the the oh, what was his name? I I literally don't know what that guy's name was. I'm not shooting on you. Like I'm are, not even. Are we talking to about Robert Stone? No, I'm talking. No, we're talking about the Jersey Shore. The guy yeah, Robbie. Was, yeah, the situation that was. Oh, the real dude. I said the association. <laughs> the association dues. And then oh, Ronnie, that was the guy. The other one, and then Paulie D. Okay. Man, I was such a Ronnie back in my twenties. Jesus. <laughs> I, I I literally I, the machine and the association. I could not think of a fucking. I remember name. when when the machine, aka the situation, was in Italy and he smashed his head against a brick wall and cussed himself and almost broke his back <laughs> because he was so angry. What an idiot! Oh yeah. Oh, okay. The I'm cold to get XP now. <laughs> association. Um, okay, let's wrap WrestleMania up in a hole. I want to save the main event from night one for last because I got a couple questions I want to give you on that. Before okay. we do WrestleMania, there was two indie shows that I actually wrote down to talk about that happened the day before. Do you want to jump those real fast? Nick F. Engage, go right answer. Yeah, so um, uh, GCW Spring Break 5, which I, I thought was awesome. Um, Dickinson Janela won three and a half on that. I thought that was really good. The, the match, holy shit. Okay, did you did you watch any of Spring Break? I wanted to, but uh, again, the, the stream gimmick wasn't working on my end. So, um, <clears throat> oh, oh, um, there we go. So, 440, Eric Ryan and Bobby Beverly took on Iron Beast, Shane Mercer, and KTB. I went two and a half, but I put really fun car crash, though. This was the finish. Um, Shane Mercer does a gorilla press on the middle rope to Bobby Beverly. Um, he catches him and does a moonsault power slam, picks what? him up while holding him. He, now he, then he stands back up still holding him, and he tosses him to KTB, who power bombs him, who pulls him up into a second power bomb and then tosses him back to Mercer, who catches him and, and gets him with a German suplex. Wow, if that was an NXT 
NFT, I don't know what is. It was the craziest shit. They just threw him around like a child. Don't you know oh, him too, Mercer? No, this isn't that. This is Shane Mercer. The oh, I, it wasn't I, the I, dead all in. Um, Jack Canadian. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Jordan Oliver, Blackheart, Leo Russia with two and a half. It was kind of, eh. Jordan Oliver actually came out with ring gear. Like, he took it seriously, but I just, I can't get into this, this Blackheart, Leo Rush gimmick. I just don't like it. Um, <laughs> Masada Atticus Kogar was violent as shit. Go on your way to check that out. Leo Rush, Lee Moriarty was awesome. Nice. Uh, Dickens, Dickens and Joey Janela was really good. Um, Effie defeats Gregory Iron. I only want a star and a quarter because the match was shit. Uh, Virgil came out wearing a 440 shirt and and was the newest oh. member as he managed Gregory Iron to only turn and had one of Effie's gay rainbow wrestling shirts or whatever it was on and he lays out Gregory Iron and then Effie wins. Do you think um, Virgil traded an autograph for that shirt? <laughs> he probably traded an autograph for the appearance. Or do you think he, you know, let him see the... Uh... No. The, the gimmick for a shirt. No, definitely not. Like a Dirk Diggler uh, scenario. In the, <laughs> uh, the other two matches on this show, I went four and a half on both of them. I might even bump one of them up higher and try to get it in the match of the year. But it was Ricky Morton this card? No, no Ricky Morton. Damn this it. was a six-man tag between Gringo Loco, Aries, <laughs> and Black Taurus as they took on... Uh, Aramis, Dragon Bane, and Laredo Kid. This was oh. so awesome. Lucha Spapas. I, I, I implore anybody and everybody, go out of your way to watch this. You're saying um, it's not your top 20 of 2021. This is incredible. Like, this felt like the first time I saw Dragon Gate, uh, with the, the Dragon Gate six man in Ring of Honor. Like, I was oh. like, what is going on here? Like, go out of your way. The, the, and the bootleg wrestling sites, they work, because that's where I watch this. So they work. So go out of your way to watch this. I'm telling you people. I'm not well, giving away the bootleg sites. <laughs> you got you to gotta use the second link, the, the, ah. the, daily, the daily motion one. Or no, not the daily motion, um, the, OA, the OH exclamation point, or the OK exclamation point one. And then obviously... Nick Gage, Ricky Shane Page, I went four and a half stars. This was everything. Did it live up to, to hype to the emotional value? You know, legit injury Nick Gage suffered, you know, being on the show for almost a year, coming out probably way earlier than he should have. Uh, <laughs> he give Ricky Shane Page his come up. Oh, my God. The, 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 the constructed, construction thing that they put around the ring, like what they built, like they had extensions coming off of the ring apron. That one was just pane glass um, in this, like, metal railing. Another one was, like, 50 light tubes sitting in this, like – I mean, I've never seen something like this constructed around a ring. And then, like, Ricky Shane Page and Nick Gage did a spot off of a scaffold through, like, a – a treasure chest built of light tubes on a yeah. table. Like, I mean, this was like Nick Gage was every part of his body was bloody. Ricky Shane, Ricky Shane Page comes to the ring too from the roof of the of like the hotel, and he walks down the fire escape, and people are just <laughs> shitting on him. And and when he makes it down all the way, he walks up to um. That's awesome. Uh, That's great. I can't. 
what's the guy's name who runs Game Changer? I don't know why I can't remember his name. Uh, um, I was just trying to think of his name too. It's like something playing just like shit Donovan or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, he walks up to him after walking down that and just puts the middle finger in his forehead and just walks away. Like it, it felt big time. The only thing Brett Lauderdale. Yes, there you go, Lauderdale. The only thing that stopped it from being higher is I think if this would have not been, you know, outside of Florida when it's 100 degrees and you had people getting like, I mean, there was a match between um, El Hijo de, I can't remember who it was, and and like Canis Lupus, I think it was. Like he he had like a heat stroke and fainted and Laredo Laredo kid worked the first uh, the first day of the acid cup and then told him he couldn't come back but then still worked that night because he didn't want to work in the heat like the setting was just so bad yeah it hurt it but I mean if this would have been inside of a venue like an intimate venue with all of this going on with the way the crowd was this would have been a five star match it just the when I watched this. I don't know what the hell Game Changer Wrestling was doing, but this had the worst audio in, I've ever heard on an indie show. Like ever? It, sound, it, it sounded like a clap crowd in Japan with all these people. And there was, there was so many people at this, at this um, spring break show, it should have sounded like they were at the, uh, the showboat in New Jersey when, when it's nuts. Yep. If they had no microphones out there to pick up the fan sounds. It's, you couldn't hear people cheering or booing. It was ridiculous. That's weird. It, it ruined the field away match. from. That's when Sandman comes out on the Peacock app, and it's like definitely not Metallica, and just takes it out of the match. Like, I don't want to watch this anymore. Like, yeah, I was going to do cheering. the RVD <laughs> trilogy of 99, and RVD coming out to the most like bootleg doink sounding. I was like, I, I can't. Like, literally, just yeah. I was like, I, that's what I can't it felt watch. like. Like, if you get a chance to go back and watch it, you're going to go, How, why is nobody cheering? And then you're this gonna see people... age, this generation Sandman. Ooh. With the mystique, with the don't give a, you know, degaff, you know, type of energy, he... but can command the crowd just by walking out or just by listening <laughs> to their music. That's a fantastic comparison. And can do no wrong. Like, he's set for life. Like, the guy, you know, located every nerve in his body. I know he went to jail for robbing the bank. Um, But, you know, as we'll find out a lot more on the season of Dark Side of the Ring, only on ice, which I can't wait. The thing is, is how did it not turn into a five? Post-match stare down an eventual uh, matchup that we'll see another promotional aspect from oh, yeah. with GCW, which is awesome. So he fi- he manages to fight, and, and Ricky Shane Page hits him with two choke breakers, his own finisher again, mm-hmm. and Gage kicks out of both of them, and you don't hear a pop. And I'm like, God damn it, oh, out of this. Because, you know, this has been like my most anticipated match. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted nothing more than to see this, even more than the Walter match. Yeah, li- like literally, I've been just dying for RSP Nick Gage, and this should have been a five, but th- it, their shitty production ruined it. Now maybe, yeah. maybe I can go back and watch it. And they, they 
fixed production and I can hear it, then okay, cool. If that crowd's there, even though I know what's going to happen, I will adjust my rating to give it what it flipping deserves. Um, and maybe some people don't think so. Whatever. I don't care. For me, this was, this was my money match. And, and then we don't even get a pop when, when what you're, where you're going to happens. Nick Gage is cutting a promo and saying, I'm back. I'm here every damn day. MDK, I'll defend <laughs> this thing. And here comes John fucking Moxley. <laughs> and I'm like, are you kidding me? And then Moxley gives him two paradigm shifts into the mm-hmm. broken light tubes. And what's even crazier that I, I, I cannot wait to see what they do is, for those of you who don't know, Eddie sure. Kingston in AEW right now was supposed to be Nick Gage. What do you mean? Nick Gage was supposed to be in that rumble, not Eddie Kingston. Really? But he was still hurt. Because hmm. Moxley wanted to pay it back to Gage, but then Gage re-injured himself rehabbing. And that's what took Gage longer to come back. Huh. Which is why Moxley's all over the Gage dark side of the ring. There's a little payback. Eh? So they went to Kingston, which was the next, you know, it, it works just fine. Well, yeah. But could you imagine if Nick Gage was an AEW, what that might be? <laughs> I don't think, that's a lot of bleeps. I don't think that could ever happen. I mean, you already had someone like him with, with Jim Havoc, but of course, unfortunately, personal demons uh, kind of sidetracked that altogether. But, uh, I mean, I, it, it would be interesting if you could give him a live mic or you would have to say, dude, we will literally find you. Like, seriously, not we, we will cave find you. Yeah, so I don't know. So, But anyway, those are the two matches from that that I think people really – go watch that Lucha Six Man, watch the main event – don't be frustrated like I was about the crowd because it's just, it's not there. It's no one's fault but Game Changer for doing bad quality. Um, so, I mean, if that was a, a big consensus surrounding the event, I mean, how do we not know, like, Tony Khan is making GCW his own version of ECW? WWE's funneling money to, the, to them to keep the lights on. I mean, you're already throwing Moxley in there. Obviously, they have the history with Gage, which by Nick Gage uh, definitely in, in column two or, or, or number two of announced team uh, to watch him and the dude on GCW. Fantastic commentary team, uh, I might add, uh, especially Nick F. And Gage. But um, <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I wouldn't have seen that. I mean, I, I know deal some here. of the team goes to the, you know, NXT. And of course, some in all elite wrestling there. But I think if they want to keep the indie world all together and kind of keep these quote-unquote territories, these different indie companies, you know, still winning uh, and getting different deals now. I, I think it's something that hopefully will look, you know, down the line at GCW, a more even bigger presence than what they've experienced growth, growth year after year. Yeah, I, I definitely think so. And, and, you know, why not try to get those guys on your on your books? You know what I mean? I wouldn't like mind that, having a Lee Moriarty or I know Kelvin Tankman is now MLW, but man, just imagine him. Mm-hmm. I like Powerhouse Hobbs, but I mean, man, Kelvin Tankman, when I saw him in the WCW Jersey shows, he I was like, who is that guy? <laughs> like, that guy's a star. Yeah, Tankman's sight, man. I hope now he's doing some good shit in, in 
style Ws. Uh, a, a good match with uh, Jeff too. So some some pretty good stuff. Hopefully on the horizon with MLW now, uh, signing a TV deal. Uh, Corp kind of teased it a few weeks back on Twitter, then announced I believe a week or a week and a half ago. Uh, Vice TV now is the home for MLW. I believe I, on Saturday. Okay, this, I had heard they were going to be the lead-in for Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, but maybe that maybe that doesn't happen. That could be a new development. That would be dope. Um, makes sense. So the other indie show that I think is the number one can't miss, and it might not have all of these strongs as the other ones, but the violence, violence and Suffering's Lucid Dreams 2021. This Whoa. show started at like midnight and went to like 3.30 in the morning. Like, but so my new like Mr. Unknown MVP who I watched at Tony Deppin's beer house beer house thing he was oh, on the uh, yes. the Alley Cats real hot girl shit in the gray sweatpants battle royal um, where else did I see him there was like th- a couple other times I saw him um, Daniel Garcia is his name yep. this guy will be the next He's going to be the next guy that that all these companies. You're are going saying to he's the next Ricochet. He, he, I'm saying like he's going to be in that same light that um, like Blake Christian, and um, so the last uh, class the, of GCW wrestlers. Yeah, he's going to be that next guy who's going to the guy uh, Royce Chambers who is from Australia that started working DDT before the pandemic. I, I mentioned on the show, I, Dana Garcia is just awesome. I'm telling you. Go check What's him out. What's his style akin to? He is like, he is like the American Shibata. Oh, so strikes and submissions, eh? Yeah, like he's gonna beat your ass and then he's gonna put you in a in a camel clutch. Or I, I saw mean, some clips because you know, I remember you told me first, and then I I kind of saw the uh, you know resonate more on social media about that you know a couple of shows. And I was like, wait, Ryan mentioned that guy. And I would see a gif here and there, or like a 20-second clip. And I'm like, wow, ground and pound into a mission, you know, kind of like a Cuda from, from Dragon Gate. Yeah. You know, kind of in it some ways. So. Sharpshooter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Shooter. Jason Garcia. I'm telling you. Yeah, there you go. I didn't see what that is. That is fun. Um, damn. You, <laughs> man, let's go. We're going to Sharpshooter back, baby. <laughs> um, but Daniel Garcia. He, he wrestles AJ Gray on the show with three and a half on it. It's really good. Um, Rich Swan in the opener wrestled KTB, who I always crap on Kyle the Beast. But I went three and a quarter. It was, it was fun as hell. Um, the announcer. Um, this is literally what my opening line is on my page. Um, BXS Lucid Dreams 2021. 4921. Parentheses. This announcer was fucking batshit bonkers crazy. This guy is <laughs> like... It's time for the fucking VSX Lucid Dreams. Get out of your fucking feet. Like, this guy is just losing his mind. <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah, let's go. And then you get high-ass Julia Smokes is randomly the color commentator with Joey Janela. What? And really? Like, like, Julia Smokes is like, like, just saying things that make no like, oh, he go roll up on that bitch and shoot his ass. Like he's just, like he's just drunk and high. It was hilarious. 
Joey Janelle is drunk. He's so, like this show was so wacky that I I I've watched it twice. Wow. <laughs> so, so then the third match was this group called the Bleft, which was MV Young, Marcus Mathers, Casey Navarro, Anthony Brown, and a guy I saw earlier in the day at one of the outdoor shows, Ninja Mac. Ooh. Ooh. He was this was, dude. Was that it almost WWE Raw Tag Team Champion? No, he was a white guy dressed as like a, a, a ninja, <laughs> but he bought his gear at Hot Topic. Whoa. But this guy so was doing Derek Fury? some of the craziest flips I've ever seen. It was, that video that I sent everybody where the that dude with the giant like alien head mask got powerbombed over the top rope into a chair and like the chair mm-hmm. didn't like do anything and then they did a Spanish fly off of that like siding brick wall through a table. Well this guy was the dude and they're doing like bottom rope seven twenties and it just insane shit. They took on the team uh team violence and suffering representing their company. TJ Crawford, Gabriel Sky, Dante Leon, Ken Broadway, and Myron Reed. Ken Broadway was the guy that wrestled seven times on that twenty four hour PCW show. Every time I turned on Ken Broadway was on and Myron Reed, we both saw live. <laughs> yeah, Myron Reed. He got yep. smoked by Brody Lee. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and, then, and then it was Brian Cage versus Chris Dickinson, which was how, awesome. Well, I was about to say, how could you tell them apart? I got Brian Cage has <laughs> suave hair. <laughs> and Dickinson's just angry as hell. Then we get Eli Everfly. You remember him? Yep, yep. Against Two Cold Scorpio. Nice classic there. And then it's uh, Jimmy Lloyd, Jordan Oliver, two and a half, whatever. Don't, it's probably the worst match on the show. Cause, uh, Jordan are you, Oliver, are you falling out of, love of, uh, out of love with Jimmy Lloyd? Is what it sounds uh, like? I, I, more so Jordan Oliver, who I actually kind of liked. Whoa. Jordan Oliver probably wrestled 12 times in like three days. I was like, all right, I've seen enough Jordan Oliver. Like, yeah, how do you change it up? Yeah, and, and he's not the greatest. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but, but then, then... Yep. Uh, semi-main event. This might, I only went three and a half, but this is one of my most memorable matches of the weekend. Dr. Cube. Do you know who Dr. Cube is? No, do tell. He's the guy who wears the blue scrubs and the big, like, ice cube, um, like, mascot head. He's usually yes. on, like, that kaiju big battle and shit. Yep. He wrestled JTG from Crime Time. Really? So did, did have a big reveal of Dr. during the match? So the, he ripped Dr. Cube's head off and it looked like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then he had like like six people out there with him that were his like like orderlies or like his assistants. Okay, his handlers. Yeah, they, they like six out of one JTG. <laughs> JTG was taking light tube shots. Whoa. And he was swolled up like more than normal. And then he starts whipping all their asses. Then he starts taking, he takes like a thumbtack bump. And then when like shit wow. gets crazy, all of a sudden big Kaz does a run in. Like the thing about this, we have JTG taking light tubes from Dr. Cube to have big Kaz run in and clean house. And then JTG Beats Dr. Cube with the razor's edge into a neck breaker onto like light tubes. Jeez. I was like, where can you find this man? Because, wow. 
Yeah, I was like, this is amazing. JTG needs to get the side, baby. Just too that's, good, uh, man. Uh, that's, that's an awesome tribute um, to Shad. Uh, it uh, looked like he was having fun out there. I mean, obviously he's been wrestling here and there, but it's kind of nice uh, match after, you know, kind of last year's uh, unfortunate passing of his partner and then mm-hmm. for him to come out and have a pseudo death match in Florida. It was it was crazy. Like, he, he, he must have been having a blast, right? Well, it was. It looked like he took like the second light tube shot. He took across the back, like his whole back just split open when the whole thing hit, and he was like, "Oh, like he's never taken that shit before." You can tell. <laughs> and he just got, like it was. I don't know, it was so fun. And then the main nice. event was Loki and Leo Rush. Ooh. And Janelle is hammered at this point. He's like, how come Loki looks like a guy at an Italian restaurant who's going to, like, put Parmesan cheese on your plate with, like, a sprinkler? And, and Julia Smoltz is like, yo, man, he's supposed to be Hitman. And he's like, I know. I shouldn't talk shit because Loki knocked me unconscious once. He's <laughs> like, small but deadly, this, man. This show was so wild, but it was so fun. Like, it this this show felt like the wackiness of like what we expect from a WrestleMania weekend indie show. Yes, perfect. It was great. Like perfect. this is like, I, I I say watch those two matches from from Spring Break, but this this whole show it's just awesome. It's so good. Watch it. Like please go anyway to watch it. <laughs> I I think I awesome. might. It, it sounds like a blast. It was so fun. Um, which that, okay, so that brings us to Mania. Like, I I say I want to put the two together, and I say I want to save the main event from night one last, because I got a yep. couple questions I want to go off of, and I'm going to kind of start tinkering into our conversation in 2018 after we saw Gargano Almas. If you oh. kind of know where I'm going to go on this. So let's go backwards. Night two. Um, night two, I look. I, I have I have a two star, two star, three and a quarter, three and a half, three and a quarter, two and three quarters, and a three and a half. You kind of know where I'm sitting on this. Serviceable night. I, I think night one outshined, uh, but you know, I'd say a big uh, main event. I, I thought delivered. You know, uh, it wasn't you know a, a falsy type of match as uh, as Doc Hendricks has been gloating. Backstage, <laughs> so uh, but yeah, I, I thought this was a good match. You know, again, choke the dominance of the range, edge yep. getting the pop as expected, Danny Bryan getting the pop as expected. Uh, but I thought all three men played their, played their part. I, you know, this was divisive. I would say uh, a little bit of hate, but I, I thought it was a serviceable, serviceable main event. But uh, you know, unfortunately, it was not uh, any caliber of a few matches from from one. Did you think Oscar and Ripley was kind of a letdown? Like it was almost like they just they they just couldn't they weren't on the same page. Does that makes sense. Yeah, I I think you know Oscar maybe thinking, oh no, my teeth are gonna fly out of my mouth. Um, probably was <laughs> you know a hesitant on their matchup, but uh, I I would say it was a letdown. You know, we want big things for Rhea Ripley. We know she can deliver. She has that character. She has the great you know ring ring work and you know it's only going to get hopefully better you know with this crop of talent to kind of show her you know the the road if you will but, uh, 
yeah, I, I just kind of expect a little more. Honestly, it was just there. And that kind of sucks because yeah, I love Yeah, that's a good way to both. put it. I love these wrestlers, these, mm. these but it just was there. That's a great way to put it. Um, I thought Biggie and Paul Cruz was fun. I went three and a quarter. I liked it. Um, it was longer. Just call it a hard match. But, yeah, it was fine. Just like we got, we got before. Uh, Sportscast Radio's own Babs Boosie making his debut. Since I would say. <laughs> um, I thought the best match on the show on this show was Riddle Sheamus. Yeah. Go against that. I just I enjoyed them beating the shit out of each other and the, the bro kick on that, that Bo Derek Bro Derek or whatever I thought was brutal. What sucks is the women's tag match had more, almost as more minutes as Sheamus Riddle and Apollo Cruz and Big E. I, I think Cruz Big E should have gotten at least minutes. Give them three more minutes to kind of extend their story. It was built up on, on SmackDown for weeks, you know, either live via satellites or random, you know, bodyguards along with uh, Apollo Crews there. But, you know, to me, that, that is a letdown. It, it's not the big enough time, especially for one of the most prestigious championships, especially during a WrestleMania. But shame is a yeah. yeah, hard hitting, what we wanted. But again, give this match, you know, 13 minutes, 14 wow. minutes and have it extend. Twins you were kidding. The women's uh, tag match was the second longest match of the night. Yeah. Wow. I, damn. And it I, felt I, like it. It felt like a oh, Jay God. White match with Kota Bushi. I, I gave it a two. I laughed so hard with Nia Jax. It's like, that's right. You ain't shit. <laughs> Sabina, I was like, oh, God, here she goes. It's her own cousin. And then they're trying to get, like, Tamina over. And, like, people are like, no, you know, we're not going to cheer this. Why are you trying to hype her up? We don't want to. I gave Owens and Zane three and a quarter, but I just – I didn't really care. I mean, nine minutes. With their so, pedigree, their rivalry, their their friendship, their brotherhood, it was just – Logan Paul was there. Yeah. I Literally, was like, it sat there and got, like, probably 750 grand. It didn't feel like one of those like why why is this match happening? There's no reason for this match. Like, I just, yeah, whatever. Um, and then and, and no one's didn't do anything like crazy cool like he wanted because again yeah. restrictions. And then, and then we get the opener. Or, <laughs> yeah, Alexa Bliss the comes out of a jerker. jack in the box bleeding from her head with orange or black. I laughed. I just sat there like and, and then the fiend who the wrong up, guy loses. <laughs> Tell me how did Alexa Bliss turn on the fiend? Did she realize that he's just a creepy raper and that no. she, he shouldn't be hitting on children? And she's no, standing I, up I, I hope that's not part of the storyline. But uh, well, because no, he's trying just... to bang an eleven-year-old. I mean, ew. Like she's of, eleven. Ew. Gross. Well, I mean, she wears just pigtails. She's on a playground. I mean, it's kind of weird. It's called Niche, bro. Oh, There's a whole Reddit group on that. Come on. (laughs) And then explain to me how the Fiend can get burned alive and he comes back, but he can't come back. Super Shredder. And then all of a sudden, you know, he loses with an RKO out of nowhere. And he takes his finisher move, finishing move, and loses. God, it was horrible. (laughs) Yeah, freaking horrible. Night um, one though, starting with the uh, 
WWE Champion Bobby Lashley retaining against Drew McIntyre via submission. Uh, the uh, we're calling this the Master Lock. Do you remember that? Um, but yeah. I, I thought this was a a pretty damn good opener. A great way to you know start the show. Drew McIntyre, of course, closing out WrestleMania 36 or WrestleMania COVID 19. Um, and you know now he opens up WrestleMania, you know, with the crowd getting a pop getting that that entrance but of course everybody is all about the hurt business a little butt hurt as well because her business unfortunately got disbanded right before uh mania here unfortunately but lashley and mvp still doing things as they did in this match i thought hey for the time and for as big as these guys are and their history um and, and time of business i thought this was well deserved this fine match and i'm happy with the victory by yeah, I, I'm super happy with Lashley one. You, you know that that's the guy I've, I always talk about on here because I like his work ethic. I I thought it wasn't as good as their other matches. I went two and a half on it, but I was happy with it. I was I, I just the, the finish confused me because I'm like, why? Why did oh yeah, the shout. That's the shout. Yeah. yeah, and then he stops and looks like, no, why would you stop? I wouldn't. If yeah. Somebody, if, if 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 every time a manager shouted. You'd stop fifteen times during a match. So I yeah, but it works. It's it's not supposed to. You try something. Obviously, it was botched. Something else was was supposed to happen. Look like an actionable move was supposed to take place. But I mean, for for the absurdness and and simplicity of it, I think that's why, in a weird way, it works because a shout stopped him from you know getting that victory. Like, huh? And then yeah. you know, Lashley taking over and and making him submit so Didn't you know work I, it is but you know I, I thought the match overall minus the the final 10 second gap was you know okay the pin attempt i thought was a lot worse than the screen because <laughs> um, they were both like what like what is like huh this was uh also the last time we got to see samoa joe on tv for the Damn, getting stuck <laughs> in the rain um where's he going a w r o h impact I think he should wrestle Kenny Omega at Slammiversary. New Japan. Kenny Omega at Slammiversary. Yeah, but we saw that in like 2007. We did? I I have no idea. (laughs) He's like, I hope he just... It just sounds like a Ring of Honor match that happened in Chicago Ridge. Well, Kenny Omega really didn't do Ring of Honor. I thought he did. I didn't think he did that much for Honor. I could be way off, but I didn't think he did. Maybe this match didn't happen. Maybe Where Joe goes, does Brian Danielson go? Since Brian wow. Danielson, of course, his contract is up, and we're hoping we'll see him at all in this Labor yeah. Day weekend. Oh, yeah, we're going to Chicago to see Omega Daniels. Danielson. That happened. Uh, yeah. We, yeah. We will be there. That's no doubt. We will be there in, in the, the fantastic building sitting there Again, seeing history. But we're driving. We're not like doing the last thing and take. How do we even get there? Drive off. To what? You remember we didn't drive to the arena? Didn't we get oh, stopped yeah. off? Um. No, we were able to get an Uber, no problem. The issue was coming back. There wasn't any. And then wouldn't take our cards like on yeah. the app. <laughs> we had like three of us trying our cards and it wouldn't work. And then my phone died. And then somehow you got your card to work on 
on yours, and like the thing just showed up, and you're like, "I'm go, I'm gonna go get the car," and then you just left. No, <laughs> no, that's not what happened. Uh, did that happen? Yeah, I thought I, it me- I asked. No, 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 that's not what happened at all. There was a driver there just sitting, and I'm like, "Hey, who oh, are you waiting yeah. on? I want to make some money?" I, I think I gave him. 50 That's, bucks, like, can you drive me back to the hotel so I can go get this car to come yeah. all the way back to come yep. get every you two angry, drunkenly dudes? Well, we just wanted to hang out. Oh, we God, there was so much anger. <laughs> we're night owls. In a perfect world, there would have been Ubers galore and we could have just stayed out. Yeah, because we wanted to do the wrestling game works gimmick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, I couldn't believe it. And then it was like $125 for like an Uber. Yeah. That was a shit show. I couldn't believe that. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to reanalyze how we do that. But uh, if that happens, we're going to no don't drink record. anymore. So. See? I'll drive. Well, there you go. And, and Demetrius, we won't have to chase him around. That's true. Very true. Um, now, that, now that we have to talk about this, though. Uh, Naomi, Lana, Carmella, Billy Kay, the Riot Squad, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, and Natalia and Tamina. Uh, Naomi goes out by Billy Kay, Kay by Riot, Morgan by Rose, and then Tamina via yeah. Superfly, as I put awful, uh, quarter star. This is my wow, worst match of 2021. Star. I think it's the worst it's match. First match. I think so. This is fucking awful. This was such a catastrophe. Nothing worked. Everybody who touched everybody just botched. Oh, this is bad. <laughs> this sucks so bad. This, oh, God, this is bad. Uh, let's, let's go four stars next match. Seth Rollins, Cesaro. Cesaro finally gets you pushed oh. from threatening to leave the company to get a push. God forbid that's what you got to do in the E. Yeah. This, this was sadly, awesome. Sadly, he'll get a push for like We've seen for like two months then. Yeah, yeah he'll lose that back to Roman and that's it. I don't see anything in him. Give me a Nakamura guy. Look, Cesaro, we gave you the rematch at WrestleMania presents the backlash, backlash or Backlash presents the WrestleMania Fallout or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> the WrestleMania Revenge Tour. That? That? <laughs> that was a good match though, man. That was really fun. I, I, I really liked, liked it, it a lot. Seth Rollins is much we can shit on him. He always shows up to WrestleMania, not only with his gear, but, you know, kind of the way, uh, you know, he kind of plays out his match. You know, he kind of mm-hmm. plays the character, whether he's a face or an asshole, uh, heel, if you will, or, you know, the Messiah. It's just, you know, something that he always comes up to the biggest shows and, and he does deliver. It, it doesn't seem like he's just through the motions. And this mm-hmm. match, you could, you could just tell they were, they were having a blast. The UFO was, was awesome. Yeah, it was. That was great. Um, Styles and almost defeat New Day. I went three and a half on this. Ten stars, Phoenix. man. Only three and a half? Yeah, three and a half. Like, they did the arm stretch of that. doom? Come on. By almost? <laughs> I was like, oh, God, somebody tell him to not do that ever again. <laughs> it was, it's not- the hot tag. From Styles to Omos was so cool. I loved how everybody just like felt that energy of like this is where we're going to turn the wheel into the fan show for the fans. Like, hey, we're going to flip it on its head. We're excited. We can't wait to see this guy finally in the ring. And the pop I'm sure every homemade oh. as well 
but you know, everyone in Tampa, it, it was so so fun. Well, he did it so perfect. Like he didn't. They didn't have him do things that he can't do. They didn't have him try to do anything that he might not be able to do. Woods and Kofi just flew themselves at him, and then he just did a bunch of sweet ass backbreakers. Like it was yeah. awesome. It was so. Cool. Do you think that was set by design because they are three? veterans you know yeah. as we stated on our pre-show it's just like you can't ask for anything better until you know you don't have to do too much to the match just have to do something big and that's what they did but i mean it just seems still so natural though oh the reaction was this was this was those three going was okay. that called on the fly then that whole, I, I, you know kind of angle there do you think? i think the other three probably called most of it on the fly but i think they said look when you get in the ring, this is what you're going to do to us. We come shooting ourselves at you. Just go through us. That's all we want you to do. Be ready to go through us and just do these basic moves that we tell you to do. And he shoulder blocked through him flying around, and he caught him. And you could see Kofi talking to him, and Kofi probably was like, all right, backbreaker. And just hit him with that backbreaker. And, like, it was, it was nice. exactly what we wanted. Like, that, it was just keep it simple and make and the people liked it. Like you said, people yeah. like, yeah, this guy's tight. And that's that's all you need to do with a guy like that. It's just make him Oh, like, the internet I, was ablaze during that. Like I after that match. Guy, he's what they should have done years ago wrestling fun again. Next match. Yeah. Um meanwhile we get Shane McMahon taking the worst bump off the top rope. Oh, I forgot about this. Yuck. Or he even like existed. quietly sets himself, and then Strowman hits him, and then he jumps himself. <laughs> oh my god! I, I have no rating or winner on this, or I don't even have the winner on this match. I think Strowman won, but when this match happened, I put my kid to bed and read him if you give him also cookies. Twice. Mm-hmm. And hey, then he read the book back man. to me. Yeah, I'm sorry that you it. had to go back and, and watch it. I didn't. I didn't. That's why it has oh, no rating good. or no winner. I I was going to go back and I said I don't care. Yeah. I said, look, I'm actually enjoying this WrestleMania a little bit, so I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> yeah. How gnarly was that? You know, even I, I thought both nights was such a, a it was and, fun. And fun to watch. And it was it it, it lack helped, of like, expectations. I'm sure played a role. Yeah. But it, it, to be honest, dude, I watched the pre-show. The high. And and it felt like WrestleMania. You hear the theme song, you get the you know the promo reel. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I got the goosebumps. I got the emotions. I got the throwback. I was like, all right, man, I'm all in. Just didn't enjoy this as a fan, and I did. Two things that helped me did a lot for me in that next match because of that. It was a true WrestleMania moment. And he he had a cool ass entrance. Yeah, promo for Stewart. Um, I, I will say the two things for me with the manias were one, it wasn't seven hours. Yeah. And two, when when <laughs> I'm laughing, going, "Oh my god, this is already a car crash!" because it has a flipping rain delay. I was like, "Oh, all oh, yeah. things couldn't be any funnier." Of course, this train wreck of of promos were great. Oh, they the were so bad. I, lo- I I couldn't stop laughing. I, I'm watching this, and I, I watched the night one with Doof, and I looked at him, and he starts laughing, and I said, 
This is the epitome of a company who scripts their promos because when they don't yep. have anything scripted, none of them know what the hell to say. Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens did. I'm getting so so mad I have to yell because I can't talk. Like, no, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know how to cut a promo. Like, lie. Like, they just want to say line, you know, just yeah. the reader. Even Owens, to an extent, wasn't Owens. He was the only one that seemed more natural. Yeah, I thought MVP was decent, but like when when Lashley and McIntyre, it looked like the biggest bro fight where no everybody wanted. It looked like an NBA fight where the two players were going to be so hard, but neither had the balls to throw a punch. They're like, "Yeah, you want it? You want it? Yeah, you want? Okay, I'm gonna pinch ass. <laughs> you want it? Let's go." Even though Lashley would rip this guy's head off, but he's just like. I was like, these promos. And and they're like, you could tell they're scrambling, just like snapping their fingers. You, come here to talk. And the next person comes on, they're like, uh, uh, I haven't cut a promo like this in years. (laughs) So I, I, maybe they need to to improv then in their classes. So I was already like excitedly happy that this was going to be a car crash. So I was in a good mood, which I think helped me enjoy it as it was. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you said, Bad Buddy was, you know, was what it was. One of the better celebrities, I, I'd say. Might not have been, I don't, I don't think he's the best one I've seen, but I think he was better than the, the, a lot of the But he ones. wrestled a majority of this match. Of course, you know, the news coming out, Priest was dealing with an injury, I believe, to his back. And, you know, it looked like he, he cared. That was the thing, the, the most important thing. A, and it looked like he was having fun doing the moves. It didn't seem over. I mean, some spots, obviously, like he was yeah. overthinking or you could see where he was thinking, but he still delivered, you know, he still hit those spots. And, you know, I, I saw four men told the story, John Morrison over animated, sure, but you know, I like the, the game that him and the Miz do, the bond is real, and they just have natural chemistry. And it shows, and that's why, you know, you can either behind or boo the shit out of them. And, and that just means mm-hmm. they're doing their job. So I, I thought all four men played it tremendously. Yeah, he he um you know he was a better wrestler than Enzo Amore. You know <laughs> I can greatly say that, which is a blessing. Speaking but, you know, of, he, yep. Oh no, but I was just gonna say like he's you know he he was you know I I think I think the best athletes I've seen that wrestled were D'Angelo Williams. At that Slammiversary. Oh, I yeah. Was awesome. I thought Lawrence Taylor at 11 was, was fantastic. Fist and, I thought, and I thought Floyd was great against um, Big oh, Show. Show. But I thought, and, and Stephen Amell, I thought him and Daniels was great at when we, were, we saw that. And, and that might have helped, too, that it was just, uh, you know, the, the it, it got the benefit of, they could have done anything At- and we would have cheered. Atmospheric. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, it was, Every match, like, oh my god! Like, but again, he stop. put his work in, and you can tell, and you respect mm-hmm. that match. You know, it wasn't like, oh, well, he missed that out. Well, yeah, because he's an actor. But you know what? Now he's doing a show called Heels about pro wrestling. So it's it's, it's great. You know, it's like you know, that was the same show where we're like, oh, cool, we just saw a bloodbath, NWA World Title change, and now we're getting Okada Marty's girl. Like everyone, you know, <laughs> and Dick Woods. We had big druids. We saw penises carrying out a human being. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so oh. horrible to laugh at of, of what we know, even though he's, you know, 
whatever. But um, uh, God, that show's good, man. That, that's man the best Page. wrestling show I've ever been to. And I was, I was I, I can, I can truly say, I think that was the best wrestling show I've ever been to, and I went to Wrestle Kingdom. Damn. It was so fun, man. And you didn't fall asleep we, during the Okada match in Chicago. For like eight seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that that was what I was able to defeat narcolepsy when 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 oh. I got smacked. Now oh, WWE man. definitely didn't help me defeat it. No. <laughs> Not even a and, Finn Balor and AJ Styles, which is insane. I, I like at 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 I'll, I'll just say this that at at Wrestle Kingdom I wasn't able to stand on my on the back of my chair in the front of my seat doing a rainmaker pose like I was in fucking Chicago. <laughs> like in the <laughs> dog, I'm like, yeah, this is awesome, but I'm not gonna be weird because it's in you know what I mean? Like yeah. we're we're, we're in Chicago and I'm just like Rainmaker just having the time of my life. <laughs> God, that was a great show. Holy oh, shit, it's that. Jericho. Ah. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Cool. Dude that whole weekend. That's that was one of the greatest weekends of my life. I can't even lie. God, Damn, that was and you have a child. I do, but he, I think he was born on a weekday, so that's okay. Whoa. Hey. <laughs> I man, that was, it, but it was so good. It was so good. Oh, yeah. Man. Doing radio. Oh, definitely. Seeing all those shows. Having Demetrius called out by J, uh, Jimmy Jacobs. I mean, and just, then yeah. him kissing MJF's uh, shoe so uh, you could interview him. Yeah. One of his few interviews he's ever done. That's true. We got one of them. Uh, yep. and, and then MJF taking that guy's phone and Venmoing himself the money for the shirt and throwing the oh, shirt yeah. at the guy. <laughs> and then Scott Snyder getting uh, Panda Express delivered. He's just sitting there selling gimmicks, eating Panda. Oh, it's so good. God, that sounds great. Um, but yeah, I mean, now we're, now we're getting, you know, hour number three, we're getting crazy like normal. But let's let's go to this main event because otherwise I'm, I'm looking at this here. And since we're saving the carnival, Mm-hmm. The only other show of note that I have is Rebellion, which we could get through in five minutes if you have it, it, it depending on what you saw. And then, and then we close out with Dragon Gate, I think, here, because that's that's the big kicker we just saw yep. tonight. Potential show of the year, too. It was fantastic. Oh, but gotcha. I want to I wanna bring this match up to you. Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, I went five stars. Excellent. Um, you, you, you agree? Is, is, I, I know you're not a star raider, but this well, is what did I teach you after, after I watched that match? What did I teach you? I don't remember off the top of my head, but I know it was something good. It was just I it was this this was the best women's wrestling match I've ever seen outside of NXT. Okay, yeah, that's right, that's right. Okay, so I and, that, and there you go. Okay, yes, With you did say that. as a fan, what a fan wants in a pro wrestling match. From the atmosphere to the emotion to the story being told in the ring, on the outside of the ring, the historical, you know, uh, benefit that we get to see two African-American women headlining WrestleMania for a championship and just everybody behind it and the crowd and uh, it just delivered on, on every level. And Sasha controlled the tempo. It was mm-hmm. so good to see that throughout this match and Bianca Belair taking her spot. The shining, the showing her super strength, you know, just walking up the steps saying, hey, Brian Cage, I saw you a few <laughs> weeks ago in that, that cinematic match. So it was just so freaking cool to, to see everyone shine. 
in this match. You mentioned Banks carrying the match, and I think that's a good take. I think what needs to be said, too, is Bianca Belair did exactly what somebody should do in this type of a situation, and she let the person carry the match. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there might have been times that she called things, but I'm, I'm in your camp. Like, I'm willing to bet everything that wasn't planned Sasha called. I mm-hmm. truly believe that, too. But the fact that Bianca Belair was there and ready to go along with everything shows you that she has the right mindset. She, she oh, kept sure. her mouth shut. She listened. And that's, that's the one thing Shawn Michaels always said. He's like, I can take anybody and have a great match with them as long as they shut up and listen. Mm-hmm. Because I, can feel the, I know how to feel the crowd out and figure out where we need to go. Now, I think some of this ties into what you had mentioned before, where I think Sasha Banks going and just saying, screw you, WWE, I'm out of here, and going to Sendai Girls and training with Miko Satomura and you know, Chihiro Hashimoto and people like that, I think that 100% helped. Oh. I think since she's come back, she has a not a different demeanor per se, but she slowed down a little bit. A calmness to her, if you will. Exactly. Great way to put it. She's she's more focused because once again, the thing mm-hmm. I said before was the reason why Charlotte Flair is it, to me will always have a better chance to fail than succeed in her matches is she's never had an opportunity to learn anything other than what this shitty mm-hmm. company wants her to learn. And that's she's even bringing that aspect up in her promos now. That's how pretty it, true it is. Like. It, could you imagine how good it would do if Charlotte could have a year run in, in Actress Girls or Diana or Wave or Sendai or Stardom or you know anything like that where she could just learn I mean, something do you honestly, different? I mean, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but I mean, obviously she would survive it. But I mean, do you think she would, she would learn or take anything away from an excursion like that? I think, and this would be a weird, weird thing, but I could see she's like, hey – they want me to go on excursion for six months in stardom. I think Andrade would tell her the reason why it's good. Oh, yeah. Cause you know what I mean? Like, this is fantastic, and I'm going to tell you why this is fantastic. Like, it, 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 it resonates with what I brought up earlier with Mina Shirakawa, Mina Shirakawa and Momo Watanabe, where Momo put her through the rigors of, of, during the big time. Let's see if you mm-hmm. can hang. Charlotte would be in a spot where nobody's going to give a shit who she is. And she, you know, she would get worked as somebody coming in who's working a match. Like, if she's in there with Konami, Konami ain't going to give a damn what her name is. She's going to stretch her ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and that's a good thing. Like, I think, yeah. she needs, cause like, I think, I think Charlotte's biggest problem is she has awful timing and she can't improv. Anytime the fully choreographed match goes awry, she always is the first to stop. It isn't even her opponent half the time. It's her trying to put the train back on the tracks instead of organically grabbing a hold and then just talking mm-hmm. it through. Like, if you forget what you're doing, guys, and, and, you know, sorry, spoiler on the wrestling business, but if me and my opponent get lost, I'm grabbing him by the neck, I'm snap marrying him, I'm putting him in a chin lock, and I'm going to start talking the crowd, and then I'm going to talk to him and go, all right, let's get this back on. And I'm going to go, this is where we're going next. I'm going to call a spot. And we're going to go from mm-hmm. there. She can't do that. She'll stop and start throwing, like, weird cat fight punches at people. And, like, it just looks <laughs> awful. She doesn't know. 
So she would benefit from that. And I think, like what you said with the calmness, I think Sasha going over there gave her that confidence to do this. Mm-hmm. Like she, like she had said, on, did you watch her in Austin? That's the key there, confidence. I got it. Did you watch her on uh, Austin's thing? I did. So she had said, you know, I was, I was losing my motivation, interest, and then she left and went over there. And that truly gave her back this, 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 you know, she, she realized what she can be. And that's where, to tie this into what you said, this was Sasha taking Bianca Belair and, and she, she did what, what Charlotte's dad did. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make the next person in this town. And she made Bianca Belair a star. And Bianca went with her on every aspect of it. And this was just perfect. It was so good. And I, I want to say to you, you, you said this is the best women's match you've seen, not counting NXT. Mm-hmm. I want to challenge and say, I think this might be the best Americans women's wrestling match I've ever seen in my life. In your life? Wow. I think I truly think this might be the best US women's match I've ever seen. Hmm. Now there there's there's matches I've seen from Japan that I def, uh, that I do think were better. Okay. You know, going back to like like some of the stuff like Akira Hokuto, like the the Crush Girls and stuff like that. Um Megumi Kudo and Shark Tsuya uh from FMW and Megumi Kudo and um uh, mother-in-law was really good. Like there, there's a lot of, I don't <laughs> we all have name, those right? battles, right? <laughs> but, no, I, um, I would say, um, yeah, I mean, you, you can't really argue against that notion because it's, it's very true. I mean, Bailey, Sasha, whether it's Brooklyn or the, the two out of three falls, yes. just those matches Iron, were, the Iron were Woman. so Iron Woman. rock steady. Iron woman. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it's, it's they, those were a story. It was a journey. It was friends, you know, that that wanted to be the best. And yeah. you know, this championship was in the way, but it was just their their path to glory and their characters. And and I, that's that's why it was so great. But it's the same notion for here. I mean, it, it's a it's one A one B. You know, you could flip flop either yeah. or. But but look who's at the nucleus of that, and that's one Sasha Banks. Yeah, exactly. And that's where I think we need to start having the real conversation that isn't just us being marked. Is she the that best American women's wrestler of all time? I think you have to start start talking about her. I mean I, I understand it's only been, you know, six years, seven years or whatever. Um but I mean you know, obviously people are gonna go, Well, fabulous Moolah, I get that, but that's a whole different yeah. ballgame. But she also tajiried herself by booking her to win and insulting other, <laughs> yeah. allegedly, uh, you know, other words. And that's also putting lineage, you know, a 28-year title run yeah. as the forefront of her ability. No, I, I think we need to start looking at Sasha Banks has got to be in that Mount Rushmore talk of the best American woman to ever wrestle. I really do. I mean, I, I okay. If, if if you're putting them out Rushmore together, does does Medusa make the list? 
I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, a, I mean, you could look at it, you know, in, in, in what is it called? Rose colored lenses or glasses oh, because, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's what we've seen and what we grew up on. But I remember a lot of matches, depending on, you know, also her opponent were a lot sloppy, <laughs> you know, they, they, they were stiff or something was missing or it it's, you know, and then plus you got to realize the time that was given to a lot of those Look, matches back then. There was a match, and this is this is one match that I'm going to say could potentially be in my argument to um, be on par with this match we're talking about. And I don't remember if it was SummerSlam or Survivor Series of like 91 or 92. Bull Nakano? Yeah, Alundra Blaze and Bull Nakano. And that's the only feud I remember. And, and Bertha Faye, I suppose. Yeah, but those uh, were that you good. Know, yeah, but the, but yeah, no. One, her and Nakano were always fantastic oh God, matches so because there again, was, they they had that Japanese, you know, just hard hitting stiff style. There's, there's other style. matches you can watch from I think '87 or '89, but it was the Glamour Girls and the Jumpy Bomb Angels. Which I've and seen. some some of those tag matches were like, holy shit, this is incredible, <laughs> like. God, there's, I mean, they're so good. So I don't know. So I, I guess, I guess you're kind of right. I mean, if you look at now, is it fair that I think it hurts Medusa? Like, but then again, she went to WCW and she was putting on bangers with like here at Hokuto and stuff, but then they never mm-hmm. gave her a woman to work. Then she ended up doing that stupid stuff with Evan, Evan Gray in Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Evan So Gray. that definitely hurts it. Okay. What about... Is Becky Lynch on there with the meteoric rise, meteoric rise of the character, no. of, not the character of the man, and kind of you no. know, kind of changing the landscape of wrestling for you know almost a year there. No, because once again, that was an accident that that turned into a star, and the company didn't do. That should have never happened. Ooh. If if Nia Jax wasn't careless, that would have never happened. Mm-hmm. Ever. You know what I mean? Like she would have never been the, the thing she is. I don't think. I mean, maybe. I guess I should say never. But she carried but, it. It's not like it was like a exactly, month to win. Yeah. She carried it for over a year. People were pissed when one Charlotte Flair was added to that Mania match because it already had that sellout, you know, build and buzz with Rousey, Lynch. You know, you could sense the animosity even years she, before Rousey was in the E. You know, via Twitter. So you yeah. knew it was there and. It just yeah, was such fair. a special freaking moment. It's going to sell out because it's a mania regardless. But if you put it in you know, an arena, you know, say the Staples Center, that's the people, people are, or that's the match that people are going to be getting off the rafters for, is those two. And hopefully, you know, probably happen for a while now with Rousey being present, uh, which congrats, um, you know, that's a money match anytime down the line. That's for sure. It's there. If, if Becky Lynch didn't break her nose, and have that pose at the at the mm-hmm. uh, in the crowd and, where she was. Yep. Do you really do you think she gets to the same level if that never happened? <sighs> I don't. I sadly don't. They no. they magooed their way. And, and it's, but and Austin three sixteen says I just whooped your. I mean, it, it's kind of the same, the same thing. It's parallel. the only. The only thing I'll say about that is Stone Cold took that promo and, and made that promo happen. The moment it made it happen. She took getting okay, her nose broken. Yeah, she did that fair. warrior paint. Like you said, that pose 
with the crowd. She took it in. She knew where that camera was. She said, show this shit. I'm becoming a star right now. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And then we'd Austin get the moment with Brett with the blade. And she did it without words. Where Austin had to yeah. utilize his verbiage. And no, he did you're it for right, right. prior to that. That's fair. That's fair. I just, I look at Austin would have been told what Austin asked what Jake's promo was. Correct. Becky broke her nose because of somebody being careless. But you're, which is biographies, by the way, made me appreciate Roddy Piper a hell of a lot more watching those older clips, not the F, the WWF stuff, but be way and, and just oh, the like other the territories. My God. Yeah. The, the stuff from Florida, too. The promo he, skills. He, 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 he truly is one of the best. And I and I was like, it made me seek out a few matches, which I did watch. Those, those A&E ones, and even like if you know everything about Austin, it was still really well done. Yeah, it was, it was, it was enjoyable. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess like I have, I have, I have a couple people I'd want to throw out there. I don't, I don't know what you've seen of them. So I don't, I don't know like what our discussion would be, but like Francine? a part of me wants to, Oh God, no. She's hot as hell though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I, I, one Does Asuka was, constitute since she's wrestled in America? Do you have to be from America or just wrestle for an American company? No, because like a lot of people consider Stan Hansen one of the one of the best in all Japan before. I think mean, some you could say Asuka. I don't, I don't hate that. NXT Asuka is. I mean, yeah. that abundance alone. I was gonna say is she over Charlotte. Yes, I would take Asuka over Charlotte. Charlotte, because the, the problem with Charlotte is she got there because they just made her that way. Mm-hmm. Asuka legit got there herself. I think I think I think they had an opportunity to do something that was like with Baszler and they, they wrecked it. Is Baszler on your list? Or is she just off the couch? No, no. If she would have never left NXT maybe that would have helped. But hmm. no. I I think cheerleader Melissa mm-hmm. is somebody who I also Over think Sarah Del Rey is kind of an interesting one because of her doing the training. That's not a that's a that's a good that's a good one to bring up. Um, you know, do these ones are hard because people just no Bailey in the discussion. Is she I, Charlotte? Unfortunately, probably no. But oh, I wish she was. Okay. Two that is I think everybody. Up? Is she still four out of the four horsemen if you put them in order? Yeah, has to be. Okay. I think two that everyone's always going to bring up, and I mean, I don't hate it, but I think if you deep dive, you could you could find other answers. Is Trish and Lita? I was like Trish, especially how she improved just from a valet into yeah. one of the you know most respected and, and you know, most famous women wrestlers, uh, just from around the world. Um, what about Gail Kim? I, I was, she was on my list. I mean, just the, the stuff in TNA alone. I mean, her and Kong, some of the first mm-hmm. matches I remember watching. Uh, hell, I just did a run an impact. Uh, I was even thinking, wow, would Awesome Kong kind of be the cusp? Is she on a I wouldn't hate Kong. If you will, if you will. I mean, just what she did in that company in that spare time. Hell, we came out 
was it the Rumble she made her appearance or draft? Or she threw out Ziggler? Was it what? She eliminated Dolph Ziggler from the Rumble? That's yes. I mean, that was cool. People were hyped. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, um, some bad shit went down. But you know, it, it's that what what could have been? would she have been booked that Nia Jax WWE way, or would she have made it her own like she did with TNA and 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 kind of that beast character that could actually maneuver around the room. So this this woman didn't necessarily wrestle the whole time. But what about Sherry Martel? Oh. I mean, one of the best managers, one of the best talkers. But she was a really good worker. That's what I hear. I mean, I, I'm too familiar with her in-ring work, but it, it, it's a good one. Shit, some um, what about Wendy Richter? Did you watch AWA? Were you old enough? Was it still around or, yeah. or no? Okay. Yeah, I watched AWA for a while. Yeah, I remember uh, one morning, uh, Larry the X Henning and his and his young son Kurt Henning were wrestling the Road Warriors, and they threw Kurt Henning over the top rope, and his neck got sandwiched between the top Jesus. and the middle rope, and then he must have been a blood castle and started spitting blood out. It was like nine a.m. in the morning. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> that's that's why huh? that's why I, that's why to this day I, I <laughs> that's why to this day I still say bah. Nick Bockwinkle is the guy that I I in a weird way think is one of the best promos ever and I tried to I I always wanted to be Nick Bockwinkle as a heel with the like. With with the suits and the and the talk, it, Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho yeah. said he his right. his main run, his best run of his career, he said was based off of Nick Bockwinkle. And that was all AWA. What channel was that on? Oh, that ESPN, I think. Oh, so it was strictly cable. It wasn't like yeah. local since it was Minnesota based, huh? It it might have been on like Channel Nine or something on Saturdays. I'm trying to. Did remember. you ever go to shows? Uh, I. I'm almost positive I saw some with my grandpa at the Calhoun Beach Club. Okay. Okay. Got to see like Rick Martel and Jumbo Sruda and Larry Zabisco and wow. Baron Von Raschke. <laughs> Larry Zabisco. <laughs> Again, guy we watch, you know, clip their older matches. Sergeant wow, he was Slaughter really good. And Boris Ooh. Zukov. Zukov, I can I can get behind. Slaughter was so awesome, man. For people who don't know about Sergeant Slaughter, go watch everything from the early 80s before you even knew who he was. Holy shit, he had some awesome matches. Like, no joke, man. He's not even a real sergeant. He had some bloodbaths. Jesus, again. Like, I'm dead serious. He was awesome. No, yeah. No, but I, I, heard I, that I, rumble. I just, you know, it's, it's one of those, you know, just, just thoughts up there. But Wendy yeah, Richter, I, I mean, for what she did, you know, being in the first WrestleMania, it's just there wasn't, you know, too much of a career. Of course, uh, her uh, going against the WWE, I believe in lawsuits and, and yeah, that's true. things here and there. So, I mean, it's just, uh, of course, she's, she's infamous for being a part of, you know, the the you know, first women's wrestling match at a WrestleMania uh, to, of course, being associated with Cindy Lauper. There's 
Rock and Wrestling Connection is the huge proponent. But again, you know, how many matches were consistently good? I'm sure, you know, with her, you know, style that I've seen, or many of, you know, our listeners have, and yourself, pretty good for that era. But it just, there, there wasn't enough evidence uh, or data, I should say, to collect on, on it as a whole, because we would see what, one, two, maybe up to six a, a year you know, on WWF mm-hmm. television back then. So, but jumping bomb angels were tight. I will see. So I, I, I did a random list that I can take two minutes to go through it. If you want, okay. I typed in the, I typed in greatest American women's wrestler of all time. I found a, I found an article from, March 15th of 2012, the 25 greatest female wrestlers of all time. Oh. So it says honorable mentions from Mexico, Lady Apache, La Amapola, and Marcella. From Japan, Lioness Asuka, Dynamite Kansai, Chigusa Nagoyo, and Dump Matsumoto. How is Matsumoto? I don't anyway. Uh, U.S., Mae Young, Luna Vashad, and Leilani Kai. So they have Sarah Stock at 25. She was Sarita in TNA. Mm-hmm. Natalia, 24, cheerleader Melissa, 23, Ayako Hamada, 22, Beth Phoenix, 21, uh, Mariko Yoshida from Horizon at 20, Gail Kim, 19, Mickey James, 18, 17, Sarah Del Rey, 16, Akira Hokuto, 15, Medusa, 14, Judy Grable, 13, Wendy Richter, 12, Bull Nakano, 11, June Byers, 10, Jaguar Yakota. God, she was awesome. Um, <laughs> it just is during her career. She piled driving the likes of Linus, Asuka, and Wendy Richter into the match. Uh, number nine, China. Whoa. Uh, number 18, Sherry Martell. Number seven, Awesome Kong. Number six, Lita. Number five, Mildred Burke. Number four, Asia Kong. Number three, Trish. Oh. Two, Fabulous Moolah. And then one, obviously, Manami Toyota which I would agree with that. So they have Moolah as the greatest Americans women's wrestler. Is it just because of what we're told? Did that person watch their matches? It says the fabulous Moolah set the standard for every woman to come after her. She was undoubtedly the best female wrestler for several decades. Her prime is stretching from the 50s to the 70s. Hulk Hogan, Bruno Sammartino have nothing on Moolah in terms of sustained success. Her WWE title reign officially lasted for an insane 10,170 days. Mixing a well-educated technical style with a flash of nastiness, Moolah entertained crowds like few wrestlers ever had. There is no more influential or iconic female wrestler. I mean, just thinking the back of old footage, she did carry herself... You know, whether in a heelish way, you know, it's just very like, hmm, you know, I'm the best, you know, uh, you know, placating to the crowd, you know, uh, with the big face, you know, aspect too. So, I mean, I, mean, I you know, listening to these podcasts for years too, a lot of love for Mae Young. People are saying she was actually probably the better wrestler of the two. So, uh, it'll be interesting, you know, if I ever come across her matches, but I hear she she was awesome, and she did it for a long time, and she loved the business. I mean, they both did, but I, I respect Mae Young, uh, I suppose, a little bit. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a good little, uh, good little thought. And that was 2012, so, you know, there's a few like, hey, where's so-and-so, where's so-and-so? 
they probably didn't stand. <laughs> and, and let's not forget too with Wendy Richter, the one thing that's always interesting is is uh she was the original screw job. People don't people don't remember that. So Which she's Jake it. Roberts' sister? <laughs> so uh like so I'm, I'm looking at this article too because I, I couldn't they did it with the black spider or whatever the hell um Mula went under as. But uh says an eighty five Wendy Richter oh, was yeah, on top of the world. Bit. Two-time women's champion, she'd become the face of the women's division. But following WrestleMania, she felt she was underpaid. According to some sources, the main male stars of the show received huge paydays. Paul Orndorff reportedly received twenty grand, Mr. T one hundred grand, Roddy Piper seventy-five grand, and Hulk Hogan got between seventy-five and a hundred. Mr. T made more than Hogan in that match. That's crazy. Wendy Richter was paid five thousand dollars. Despite being wow. a household name who had helped a lot with the first MTV shows that led to WrestleMania, her weekly wow. average was about 2500 before travel expenses. At the brawl that ended all match against Moolah the year before, she had reportedly received $1,500. So then she held the company up because she wanted money. Um, was going through that. But then um, she got screwed over by the spider lady. And that was what uh, Moolah and Vince basically screwed her over. Yep. The original Montreal jab. It says Vajira said, I've never seen her this aggressive and this flagging while breaking the rules. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's crazy that she was. And then the, the ref made that random three count out of the small package. Richter kicked out after a one and a half count, but the referee quickly slammed his hand to make the three count. Three times quicker for the three count. The bang rang awkwardly thereafter. So <laughs> he had screwed over somebody before Bret Hart, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Wendy yeah. screwed Wendy. Five thousand dollars. Horrible. That's uh that was just kind of one of the stuff that I wanted to just throw out there for um just for the sake of and you know, maybe we can revise it later. We get Which more is kind of a pioneer for you know, like, hey, I want, you know, even pay. Yeah. You know, like, I'm just <laughs> as important in a marquee matchup here and getting paid what probably the the ring crew probably got paid more what, for that meeting. What about Piper Hogan getting 75, T getting 100, and Orndorff getting 20? Yeah, the Orndorff 20. That's, and again, he's like the event. Yeah. Uh, but T, I mean, he's your eight. I mean, that was your guy. Club yeah, Lane. yeah. I mean, he yeah. was your star. So, like Hogan said um, during that Piper one, he's like, our job was to get Mr. T open. He was like, that was the objective in the match is to make <laughs> him shine. He's the reason why we're, you know, selling out and getting, you know, Billy Martin and Berkey, you know, to come on down and Jenny McCarthy and, you know, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. So, you know, you, you're getting all them at WrestleMania 1. And, you know, it's because Mr. T was a huge, you know, part of that. You know, he pitied the fool to, you know, look otherwise. So, but that's that's something maybe we can we can dig into deep dive one day. We, uh, you know, there's for once not a lot of wrestling. We're like, hey, After our next draft. Yeah, they go, oh, my God, we're going to do another draft. Come on, oh, my boy. God. Oh, okay. We, we, need, we, need to try to, we need to plan a draft soon. Those are so damn fun. God, those are fun. Um, but uh, we're in the final half hour. 
I think uh, real quick, Alex, before we, we, we take 25 minutes to talk about dead or alive. Um, what's all our plugs, man. You're better at this than I am. <laughs> you're way better way. at this than I am. That's why and you're transition. a salesman. That's why you're a salesman. <laughs> I can't even transition. Well, <laughs> Well, apparently you did. You're a baby. Nah, suck it, dig it, quack, quack. <laughs> wow. And another way you can make a baby is going to reps.com. <laughs> get the wonderful RPCT, a testosterone booster, estrogen killer, but also helps you keep energized throughout the day, keep your body and your muscles tight as it keeps you, you know, very, uh, you know, getting ready for the gym. It's kind of like your post-workout, but you take in the mornings it's crazy but hey it works because i'm not even flexing and i can feel hard muscles which is crazy uh also to make your muscles chisel a little I'm bit trying, more factor, the aramavir is an amazing new product that i just tried i am about a couple weeks in i am doing curls like i haven't curled before so yes this stuff works as well as way plus they have a new peanut butter flavor as well as uh, five additional flavors including funnel cake my original choice, the chocolate, uh, which was just amazing. Um, they also give you free perks and stuff. Uh, if you order such amounts, they give you a free shirt. They give you a free, you know, uh, 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 shaker. I uh, got a shaker and also an eight-pack of their G-Pop, which is their healthy snacks, which is a popcorn, air, air-fluffed popcorn lion and ladies and germs covered in peanut butter chocolate and it's a healthy snack and it gets a lot of protein. it's so delicious got a free eight pack of that otherwise it's like hella cheap for that you got the raise energy drinks which again gives you that no yeah. sugar no carb you know but keeps you alert and ready for your day and or night if you work graveyard shift but also you have wonderful just representation that uh rep sports does and again Repsports.com. If you use the coupon code of WrestleCast, Wrestle C A S T at the coupon code at checkout, you save 15%. And you can still get all those perks. And guess what? The shipping isn't that bad. Sometimes they are that, you know, during some promotions. So be on the lookout for that. But hey, you know what? You get it in a week. I got it in four days when I ordered. So they're very fast and I want you to get ready summer and build that confidence. And oh, yeah, smarts. They got bread. Boosters, Ryan. Brain Boosters, repsports.com. Again, R E P P sports.com. Coupon code WrestleCast. Yeah. Go get some t shirts, too. ProWrestlingTees.com board says WrestleCast, damn it. We got some fun shirts <laughs> over there. We still need to get number 10 in there. I don't know what to do for number 10. We should uh, mock a, a wrestling poster, but of what? <laughs> yeah, we got to figure out something. Um, uh, somebody, somebody asked me. They said, "Hey, if you guys are doing sportscast, why don't you make a sportscast service? Because it's a goddamn wrestling site." <laughs> I said, "Even even if that wouldn't be an awful idea, it's still a goddamn wrestling site." Yeah. They're like, like, oh, sorry. I was like, so "Just pipe down, okay." We'll get it covered. We'll get attention. Yeah, sorry, Luke. No shirt for you. <laughs> it wasn't him, but I'm surprised it was wasn't him because I figured he would have been like, yeah, 
my pussy. So like the OG of Sportscast. It should be like the Mount Rushmore of us, and that's it. Which is just WrestleCast radio shirt, NBA Jam style, as Ryan said, of ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestleCast. Again, a WrestleCast. Nine different shirts you could choose from starting at NO. Of course, Pro Wrestling Tees has amazing sales every now and then, which you can find out over on Facebook page, WrestleCast Radio, uh, over on Twitter, at WrestleCast underscore SS. Give us a follow. Also, give Ryan a follow every Friday night. Twitch Pro Wrestling hey. Summit, twitch.tv slash WrestleCast Radio. I, uh, I was wearing my uh, yellow by Felicia shirt. Uh, oh, I missed the <laughs> sports guy. I, I do have mine still in the drawer. It's amazing. Oh, yeah, I was rocking the Bob Felicia. Catch right at Alex every week. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was the OG, man. We were so excited we got, when we got those shirts. We got bottles. <laughs> Thankfully, that wasn't on the shirts. <laughs> I mean, it was on your shirt. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Balls. So we get, we got a breakdown here. We'll have to, we'll have so to it was funny. Quick story about that. So yeah, hell yeah. The S about your balls. So uh, <laughs> we're chatting. You know, you came up, and uh, she's like, "Yeah." She's like, "Now, whenever you, know, you you bring up his name, I always just think about her just giant balls." I was like, "Welcome to welcome to our world." <laughs> I'm sure anyone that you interact with, you know the secrets of your huge balls. That's all you ever see. <laughs> Do you remember in Vegas when we were in front of that stand and you're like, I need you to go stand there and take With a the picture big right now. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, and the best part was you're like, Ryan decided that it was time <laughs> to move on from his Toys R Us crew and somebody was like, what are you going to do? <laughs> oh, it was like future endeavor. Or we would yeah, do. yeah. It's like, you dumbass. <laughs> like somebody was like, truly like, oh, Weird. I wonder what he's going to do. Oh, we hijacked a limo with no booze or food, and you talked to a hooker. Yeah. I I literally did a... And I'm um, pretty sure she offered you blow. <laughs> right? I, wasn't, only... I wasn't paying attention, because I was just enjoying the limo ride with no booze. And, and Otherwise, we would have been, it would have been an all-in situation. It was a prelude to all-in, because we were Look at the palms. There's no taxis. This was pre-Uber, if not the beginning of Uber. Uh, but yeah, that was that was bad. I was like, "Hey, cat or uh, limo guy." I just remember in. you guys are like, "Hey, there's a limo that might work." And then I did my best tope con hello into the thing, <laughs> and then you guys are like, "Hi, right, we're just taking it." And then we got in there, and then we started taking pictures, doing the four horse. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that was great. God, man, we we need another vet. You you need to come to Vegas one more time. Yeah, I think I I should. We're I think the next time we're gonna go is at the beginning of October. We're gonna do a weekend for college football, pro football. Oh, they. Uh, if you want, we found a sports book that is literally a the border of Sioux Falls into Iowa on a fantastic hotel with villas and 
pizza, golf course, and the casino. And what? The book with a wonderful buffet. What? Sports book. Holy shit. Does, so it's literally only two hours and 25 minutes from my, from, from my residence. Damn. I was, there's one in Iowa that's like, it's like a 90-minute drive from here. And oh, I've, wow. always wanted to, I've always wanted to go and just like spend the weekend there. But every time people are like, yeah, let's do it, they always bail. Oh. I'm like, you guys are to twats. So that's a big twat. That's <laughs> frustrating. Like, damn, I want to do so bad. Oh, no. Alex, if I get that week off of work, man. Yeah, you come out. You should come yeah. out for double or nothing. Man. I go out there. Oh, yeah. Get you a cat-free room. Yeah, cat-free room. I'll, I'll pop some uh, some some flonays on the on the heavy. Damn great. Might have to be the way to do this. I might maybe I can get out at the end of May. We'll see. We'll grill. We'll still a go, golf uh, carts. We'll drink for free. It'll be fun. I think you might see me end of this month for double or nothing. I think I'm gonna try to make this work. Sweet. By then I should have them trained. They should be ready to go. Come out there on a the hard well, trained. So I, I will have to. I'll, I'll probably. Let's see how we get. Okay, so so double or nothing is Memorial Day weekend. Yes. I have Sydney the next three weekends, but Jen is off Memorial Day weekend because she's doing something with Sydney. So I don't have. Oh. Oh. Are you what? Do you have to work early that Monday morning on uh, on yes. Memorial Day? Yeah, like eight eight thirty. Okay. So I'd have to definitely bring my sleep mask so I can yeah. wake up in the morning. And, and you can stay and leave ever. Like you don't have to like get up right away. <laughs> I think uh I think I might have to try to make this work. But yeah, we'll think, come out Friday and we'll just hang out and chill and watch wrestling or go hiking or Well, I okay, okay, like I I mean I'm not a Nature guy, but it's fun to hike for once in a while. I appreciate I, nature now. My okay. Thanks to the I, I, get, I get all that. And I, you know, I thought we were starting to like connect on something fun here. Then you had to bring in hiking and exercising. And, uh, you can layer me tons and, and go to movies <laughs> and laugh. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I will be out there. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we got 16 minutes here. Do you that want to WrestleMania? Yeah, I know. <laughs> As we kind of went crazy. Love it. Do, the shit we, do we want to last week, but sorry, ladies and germs, if you're still with us. Thank you for being with us, but holy moly. I love it. Do that. you want to speed run through Dead or Alive, or do you want to save it for Sunday or Monday when we do Carnival? I so mean, we, can... we could do our own, like, separate Puro show. Did we talk Blood and Guts, really? I mean, we, we talked we a little. Do. I no, we, mean, we could always get back on a Saturday night after the little girl goes to sleep, depending on. Well, I'll take him another... home. So, like, he won't even be here Saturday night, so I'll have oh. him all the time. I mean, I just, we'll like, just be I, here. I don't. I don't think we're gonna be able to do. I don't. I don't want to only give General Live fifteen minutes. Correct. Because this show is really good. It was a really good show. This was a top five show of the year. Yeah, so this. Far. 
this was one of those ones where, like, by the end of it, I'm going, wow. And honestly, Blood and Guts, we basically dissect for a half hour, as well as Shingo and Osprey. And to be fair, I want to watch that match again. Okay, so we're going to come back. Our goal, people, is to try to give you two shows within the course of the next week here. We're going to do it. We, we're going to hit you with Blood and Guts, Shingo Osprey, and Dead or Alive. And then we also have to give you our Champions Carnival recap, whether it's on the same show or a different show. I am all for that. Um, Wednesday, I'm all for that. Wednesday, I, back. I am going to do another sportscast. Uh, we're coming back with that. We have uh, a couple of guests lined up already. We're going to be nice, talking nice. to a gentleman from the Bengals to talk about their draft. We're also going to bring Ralph Mancini back um, to talk about this Aaron Rodgers situation. Yeah. As he writes for GoPackGo.com. So that's going to be awesome. So we got some big stuff coming up on Wednesday. We're going to bring you two WrestleCasts in the next week here to make up for this. I just, I, I'm glad you stuck around with our useless banter for the last half hour, which has probably been terrible, but we have a good time. And if we're popping ourselves, that's ultimately what counts. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. But, guys, watch Dragon Gate. Um, you got another five days you got left a few more on days. the network. It's yep. so, it was so good. It's worth $9 because uh, not only do you get their back content, uh, but, you know, which also they, I believe some Dead or Alive's for free available on Dragon Gate Live yeah. uh, as well. But definitely uh, seek Dead or Alive to 2021 out because. And as I said to you, wait a minute, we do get a funky Jackie Kamei sighting twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. As him and UT ran out for the uh, Triangle That's Gate true. match to do the dance, I was like, oh shit, it all makes sense why they call him Funky Jackie now. Because <laughs> he's part of Natural Vibes. I love it. Yep. Oh, great. And then during the insanity that was the Mascara Contra Caballero Cage survival tag match uh, with, the ba- with the baseball glo- or the ba- uh, boxing gloves on sticks and KZ with the air horns and the smoking Kento, uh, SP Kento, sexy boy Kento in the face with the uh, with the gun. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. The confetti gun. Oh, my yeah. God. By the way, SP Kento looked fucking awesome when he came out with the Judge Dread cool mask with teeth. Oh, yeah. And yep. the, the man bun pink hair and the gun. Oh, he I love the star. hometown... Uh, aspect that that came into play uh, for SB Kento and and Dragon Kid. I thought, oh, great storytelling! Please. Please seek it out. We will definitely be back this upcoming weekend in a few days. Uh, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, I think we're gonna try to get back on Stitcher, but iHeartRadio, uh, Podbean, as well as uh, TuneIn Radio. Search Strong Style Media. For all your broadcast and sportscast needs, Alex can't wait to do uh, the next night. Now that we we're back in the business, oh that bad boy, bad baby. Yeah. Pro Wrestling Summit tomorrow. Last week we saw the return of Walter, and we now know the main event of Summer Games Two on June twenty fifth. Kento Miyahara defends the Pro Wrestling Summit Heavyweight Championship <laughs> against the leader. Of real extreme diffusion, the current television champion. Hey, ah! it's gonna be a banger. 
Get well soon, Hip Hop Kakuda. Get- Hasta mañana.